The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Nice. Fucking nice, man. Nice. 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 Um, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice. All I can say is nice. nice. Welcome back to What's Going On with Ben and Tyler. This is episode nice. Nice. 69, baby. Nice. It's a golden number. The, go- <laughs> the golden number. <laughs> I've been Is waiting that... for this episode for a long time. <laughs> episode 100. Pfft. Yeah, who I've cares? Been, I've been waiting for episode 69. Nice. Yeah. We had a plan for a guest, but we don't actually know what episode we're on until five seconds before <laughs> we click record. So we kind of fucked that one up. Yeah, we did. But but it's okay because I didn't want to have any guests on this week and it worked out. Yeah. Your fucking brother, John, messaged me, and before I opened it, I was like, please don't be asking to come on the pod. Please don't be asking. And, like, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But no, I, was, I, know what you mean. I was like, just, I don't want to say no right now, mm-hmm. because I was like, I have things planned for this episode right. that, you know, he's not going to be listening to the album I'm obsessed with at the current moment <laughs> right now, and it's, I can't expect... Him to relate to everything. Yeah, and I want to have such an in-depth conversation. It's not going to yeah, work out absolutely. when we have a guest like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a couple other people. That, you know, just shit don't really work out. But, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I've had conversations with the people that I uh, talked to about this band. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> so I, I just kind of want to dive right into it because this is this is so huge. Um, okay. Sleep Token dropped their new album. Yes, they did, and oh my god. It's, it's called good. Take Me Back to Eden. Take Me Back to Eden. It was now long they, awaited. Now, they did a thing <laughs> where they posted it early, but you couldn't play it. It was just you could see the track list, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which was pretty cool. That is cool. And then, you know, I just, oh my god, Friday, I listened to it like Three times in a row. <laughs> it was so good. Such a good album. Really I don't. Good. It's rare that you you get a project like this that is just so mm-hmm. special all the way through. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, this whole thing. I thought it was going to be very heavy throughout. Like I was expecting, I was expecting chokehold and the summoning vibes the whole time, and it just it threw me all over the place. It's so. I don't like it's this music is rare. You don't mm-hmm. get stuff like this. You really don't. And yeah, it is heavy, but it's it's heavy in a different tone. Exactly. And yeah. all the songs, like the songs that we didn't hear yet, like yeah, mm-hmm. there were five singles all in the beginning of the yep. fucking album, which was very weird to me, but <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Um <clears throat> like yeah, there were five singles, so we were expecting seven tracks that we haven't heard yet. Mhm. 
all of them were like wildly different from everything we've ever heard before. And there were some that were, you know, slower. And then there were some that were very high energy, high octane. It's just, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff to go through on this album. So first I want to go track by track. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to go through and and I'll break it down. I'll talk about things that um, I've noticed as well. Okay. Um, One thing. I love this band, but because I like this band, I get a lot of things on TikTok. And TikTok is ruining the band for me because I <laughs> really hate the fans. I hate the fans so much. Are the fans that bad? They're so cringe. Uh, Imagine 21 Pilots. It's just that, dude. Oh, it's, no. It's that. Yeah. And it's like, listen, the band's good, but like, relax. Yeah. And there's women who are like simping over the lead singer. And like one, you don't know what he looks like. Yeah, you can't see his face. How? Two, he wears black face paint, and like <laughs> it's just, and his name's Vessel. You don't even know his name. It's like, dude, relax. Yeah, Come like down. all you hear is his voice, <laughs> and all I see in TikTok comments is women getting fucking. Oh my god! Yeah, over you this dude's voice, baby. over the dude's <laughs> voice, and I'm like, can you relax? <laughs> It's it's very Twenty One Pilots reminiscent, which is you know mm-hmm. bad. But that's for still, sure. I love the band. Um, yeah, so we'll go track by track. It was funny because my notes they just keep getting longer the longer I go through the thing. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna you know expand on it. So first off, chokehold. I also rated each song. So oh okay. We're... So we got chokehold. What do you think of chokehold? Obviously, I mean we've I, heard it. Yeah, I love chokehold. Uh, that's probably. Nine out of ten for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a great fucking. So I put Chokehold in an eight point seven out of ten. Okay, and I said it's a really solid intro and it sets up the whole album. Uh, obviously, we've heard it all before, but Chokehold was the first single that they released off the album, and didn't know it was going to be the intro mm-hmm. until the tracklist got released. And hearing it as the intro along with the rest of the album really makes a lot of sense. Okay, the song is sick as an intro. Yeah, it starts I off. It, it, it does set up the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that, you know, it, it just sounds like it leads into a lot of things. Next, we got the summoning. Oh my god, what are your thoughts on that? Out of ten, man, the summoning is just so good. Even, even going back and hearing it on this album, I, I fucking love that song. It's. It's one of those songs when it comes on, I even if I've heard it a million times, I'm not sick of it yet. I've heard that it's song just so many so times. It's good. It's amazing. I also rated it 10 out of 10. Yeah. And it's... my notes are, we all know it. We all love it. That's all to say. <laughs> the song's so it's good. So, it's just so amazing. So unique. I listen, I, the first time I heard Sleep Token was the day the summoning dropped. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, huh. New Fair song. Enough, I was yeah. like, I don't know this band. I'll check them out. <laughs> and from there, it just blew up. Yeah. I remember watching their monthly listeners on Spotify go up daily. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, what are they at now? Let me see. Probably something insane. They had an insane overnight blow up. Dude, 2,260,072 monthly listeners. Do you remember, it was a while ago, back when the summoning dropped or whatever, before, like, Granite and the other ones. Mm-hmm. I said they were at two hundred thousand monthly listeners. Yep. And before that, they were at like one hundred and twenty thousand. 
when I looked. <laughs> crazy. And, and then, they're at two million now. And then yeah, not too long after you had told me that, um it was at like seven hundred. Yeah. All this it's we were like, following it pretty closely. It was crazy. Just absolutely crazy. This band they deserve it, dude. They really do deserve mm-hmm. it. Um <clears throat> Granite number three. What are your thoughts? Eight out of ten. Eight? All of these songs are just great. For me, I gave it an eight just because it was kind of weird placement after the summoning. It was like so hype and then all of a sudden, it if I'm remembering right, it kind of starts calm, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So I was just I was a little thrown off. I was like, I have oh. an opposite thought on that actually. Oh, really? Um, I rated Granite a nine out of ten. I said it's okay. a great track. Second favorite single that they dropped. Um, really good placement on the album. <laughs> I know that you said you didn't like it. That's fair. Uh, I said it shows their genre bending a lot. Um, it starts off okay. poppy and gets heavier. But I liked the placement of it because the summoning is heavy, ends chiller, and Granite starts chill and ends heavier. Oh, you know what? I didn't see it like that. That's actually... Okay. But, yeah. I mean, Granite's I not that. heavy. It's just... No, yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, it's it's not like in your face or anything like that. Yeah, Aquaregia, I love. Uh, uh, sorry, I gotta remember how this one starts. Yeah, nine out of ten. I dude, some of these songs are just so fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I know a song's good when I look back. Um. Because when I'm working, I I have my headphones in and I just go to town. And, yeah. Um, I know the song is good when I keep looking down at my watch to see the name of the song. I'm like, what is this again? Yeah, I'm I do like, that yeah. too. It's uh, like I hear a song I'm listening to. I'm like, I've never heard this. And I'm like, this is yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aquaregia, I rated 8 out of 10. I said it's a solid, slower song. I mm-hmm. said great lyrics and it's very spacey and euphoric. The song That's is exactly just, what I love. It's about it's it. one of their interesting songs where it's like you really start to realize that this band, like if this is your first Sleep Token album, one welcome because it's incredible. <laughs> and two, this is the song. This is the first song in the album where you start to really realize that they're not a quote unquote metal band. Right. They're I would call them alternative or modern metal. Whereas they have roots in metalcore, but they're very much not metal. Would you say alternative metal at all or no? I guess. I mean, alternative basically is just the title for music that doesn't really fit in anywhere else. (laughs) And that's that's kind of what it is. It's just a blanket statement. So it's like – so it would be – technically metal music but it doesn't fit in with metal music well what do you think of, of when you think alternative because me i think lincoln park 21 pilots yeah that's kind of what uh, i think. cage yeah. the elephant shit like okay. that where it's rocky but it's not you know oh okay okay y- yeah i'm not saying i would because i know there's like different genres because yeah like you said there's like alternative hip-hop alternative th- yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah it really is it's i guess it's Based on preference? Yeah. <clears throat> but I love Aquaregia. Such a good song. It's a very good song. Yeah. Um, The last of the little uh, single pack that yes. they have here. I mean, there's one later on in the album, but there, uh, we have Vor, which is uh, track, what is that, five? Yeah, track five is yes. Vor. 
What do you think about Vor? It. You like Vor? I like Vor a lot, yeah. Uh, what would I rate it? Uh, let me hear how it starts again. Okay. Um, probably eight. Most of these, yeah, most of these, if it's got to be a lower score, it's not going to be very low. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I rated this a 7.3 out of 10. Oh, okay. So my ratings drop a little bit here. Um, I said it's a great heavy song, but okay. I said there's something about the screams in the beginning that throw me off. But once you get to the rest of the track, it definitely fleshes itself out a little bit more, and yeah. they make a little bit more sense. Uh, I think it's, he's very – he's not new to screaming. I don't want to say he's new to that. I don't think he's figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. That That's and very fair. There's something I don't necessarily enjoy about his screaming. I think it's it's dope. And a lot of times he doesn't use it as the primary focus of the track like he does with this song. Like mm-hmm. if you think about later on in the album, Take Me Back to Eden in the very end when he starts screaming, it's almost like another instrument. Mm-hmm. Or like in the summoning, it's a, another instrument. But I in see. this song, it's very much the focal point in the beginning of the song. It lasts almost too long for me, and I don't really like it that okay. much but once think... you get past that section and he starts singing i like the song from that point to the end okay gotcha do you think that's more experimental to see like if people would like him screaming more i mean he yeah it could be because when i first heard the song i was like wow he's really doing it a lot on yeah this track. that's the first thing i thought <clears throat> uh I, it, it's it's good i just there's something about it where it's it's either do it or don't for me mm. because he has it in this weird toned down background noise filterish type of thing Fair enough. where it's he wants it to be the focal point of mm-hmm. the beginning of the track but it still isn't because it's so heavily filtered and masked that you still can't tell what he's saying and i think you know he should that's true he should put more of a like he should almost put it in the in the front of the song okay. you know and put in the front of the the stems almost and make it more audible. Right. But that could just be him not working much on the song or not working much on them. That could be it too. So, and like you said, he is new to the whole screaming thing. Well, not new, new, but still learning it. Yeah. So. Still figuring it out. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was currently my lowest score. That's okay. Four. Gotcha. Um, next we have Ascensionism. And this is where we get into the oh, new tracks, dude. Ten, man. This one was good. This was one of the ones where I kept looking down at my watch. I'm like, what is this song? Oh, my God. This was awesome. Now, this is where I start to say, this is where, one, I noticed by looking back at their older songs, mm-hmm. their songs are long. They are long, but you don't <laughs> notice it How because the songs are – this one's like almost seven minutes. Um, but they're good because they you don't realize how long they are because yeah. they're so well produced and put together that your mind is constantly focused on something going on in these songs. Ascensionism I put as a 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I said it is one of the best Sleep Token songs to date. 
The whole song is so insane. The big moments on this album are massive, and this is one of them. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking good. This song, the first time I heard it, I lost my mind. <laughs> now, every time I listen to the album, I'm like, all right, let's get through these first five so I can hear Ascensionism. <laughs> like, it really is Dude, awesome. it's, yeah, <clears throat> that song's fucking awesome. It, oh. As soon as it starts, too, you're like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> and it starts slow, too. It's mm-hmm. a slower starting song, and it takes its time to get going. Mm-hmm. But it is never boring. And that is one thing about this band that I will always praise, is that no matter how slow their songs get, it is not That's boring. True. There is something going on to hold your attention. And if you know the formula of their tracks, you know eventually it's going to get fucking sick. And so you're just along for the ride. And that's what I love. Um, But yeah, Ascensionism, 10 out of 10. Next track, Are You Really Really Okay? okay. I can't really remember this guy. So I play it a little bit. I do, okay. Okay, I do remember. Okay. Okay, so, Are You Really Okay? What do you think of this one? I like it. I... I like it. I think this is, again, m- most of my scores are not really low, but I would have to give this one an 8 out of 10. The only reason why is... Um, it's still good. It, it, <clears throat> it was almost too slow you think so? in the beginning of the song. You know what I mean? It was almost... I, I don't know. It was just... It was Maybe. odd. It was definitely an odd-sounding song. Yeah. This was something they've never done before. Yeah. It was put a heavy focus on almost like an acoustic guitar. It almost... I mean, they have, but they... It reminded like me of... Oh, I can't remember. It was on the playlist for Sleep Token you gave me. But um, it was... It kind of reminded me of the one song with the weird-sounding beat that, like... Uh, that one that was like do 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 do. Ah, I wish I could. It's so. Oh, confusing. is it um, dark something? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Ah, oh my god, my mic took a dive on me. I'm wow, so sorry. You killed them. The <laughs> killed podcast. the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh this place would be. I'm pretty sure wasn't it on I thought it was on this place will become your tomb yeah it is it should be high water no no it's uh you know what I'll find it I know no that's I know exactly what song you're talking about I just don't know the names give me 10 seconds yeah the beat is all weird sounding I just can't oh wait is it um It's not dark science, right? It's uh, the love you want, right? Oh, maybe it is the love you want. This does not remind me of the love you want at all. Yes! That one? Okay. Yes, where the beat was all... It, no, it didn't remind me of that. It was just... It sounded weird. It was like a different sound for me. And when I heard that, that's what I thought of, was this song. Because it, so, it was such a weird sound to me, but I was like... Okay, I I like where this is going, you know, that kind of thing. I rated this a 7 out of 10. 
<clears throat> oh, really? I said it <laughs> I liked this track. I do like Are You Really Okay? Okay. Um, but I said it reminds me of a Band of Horses song, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the band, A Band of Horses. But it it makes me, dude, every time I hear the beginning, I'm like, this is the funeral. I'm like, this is, I think that's what it is. And it's good. It's just for some reason, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that guitar track in the beginning. I don't, or Fair all enough. the way through, I, it just doesn't hit me in a way that the other things did. And I think it's just so out of place for them to use a guitar that sounds like that they're not that type of band they're especially right after sunshinism yeah that's that's very fair i do want to go back to that song for two seconds um yeah of course so me and andrew obviously both uh working i was actually throwing at the time um because the kid who's on my truck also has his license so we switched oh Um, okay yeah so i was throwing and I was listening to it just while I was going, and me and Andrew were both like texting each other. And he's like, "Did you get to this one yet?" And I'm like, "Did you get to this one?" Yet? <laughs> I went to Ascensionism. I was like, "When you get to Ascensionism, just fucking like, oh my god!" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, that's the best song I've ever heard in my entire life." <laughs> so we both had like a bonding it's moment so... over Ascensionism. Oh, and then there's another that. track later on in the album that we both the same thing happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Yes, Andrew is also a massive fan of this album. Yes, yeah, I, I've heard, I've heard. I, uh, we're gonna have to have him back on. I know for sure. Um, so the next track we got is the apparition. Apparition. Let me just hear this guy. Remember, I listened to it early this morning. I like this one. All right. This one's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Um, probably same thing. Probably eight out of ten. Eight around there. Yeah. I like this one. It's this one I see is I don't want to say like I don't want to say poppy, but this is the first one where he like almost raps a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't really rapping. That, no, it that's was just why. it was just Slightly faster singing, <laughs> you know. That's he like, wasn't really. I don't know. He's just. Yeah, that's why good. I wasn't really sure where to really put that there. I like this one a lot. I gave this one an eight point six out of ten. Oh, I said this is the strongest of the quote unquote slow songs. It has a really awesome presence, and it's a very strong song, all the way through. From the beginning, it has that really commanding guitar, and I really like that. Mm. Almost eerie. It's like an eerie guitar, and. um just all the way through, it's sick, and then at the end, it just opens up a little bit more. Okay. And his vocal performance on here is just something else. That's very uh, His he he literally he flows so well, and he has multiple like sections. Like you can break the song into sections based off of how he's flowing on it, and it's it's really well to see how he fills the gaps. It's the same track all the way throughout, but he fills the gaps in a different way for right. different sections of the song, and I think that's really strong that's a really strong quality and i honestly think that this vessel knows music theory of some sort because the things that he can do with tracks like this is just nuts nice um the next one uh yeah do you you wish that you love me oh okay (laughs) that makes sense i wasn't sure what the title was D Y W T Y L M. I see, I see. Okay. 
This was a weird sounding one too. Yeah. I like this one though. It's a it's a very groovy song. Um Yeah, uh I would probably say eight out of ten again. That that one's just kind of one where yeah, you just kind of sway back and forth to it, you know what I mean? I really enjoyed that one though. That does that one get hard at all? I don't no. remember. Yeah. Nope. That one's more of a No, it's that all the way through. Yeah. It's very yeah. Odd. It's a very groovy song. Um <clears throat> so I'm thinking about my rating here cuz I don't know if I want to change it or not. Okay. Because I do enjoy this song, but I think it deserves what I gave it because it's, I I can't groovy. see it above Are You Really Okay? So this is a reason I gave it a 6.7 out of 10. Wow, really? So this is my lowest rating on the okay. album all the way through. Um wow. It's not a bad song. It's just my least favorite song in the whole album. Right, right. It's growing on me, but it unfortunately takes the title of, quote-unquote, that one song on each album. There has to be one that takes it. For That's Sundowning, fair. it's Sugar. I cannot stand <laughs> that song. I I just I can't do it. I don't like Sugar. Uh, on um, Let's see. This Place Will Become Your Tomb. Let's see. What What song would it be on that one for me? It's either pretty good it's either fall for me or like that on uh, this place will become mm, your tomb. It's just one of fair. those that I just I can't like I don't I don't mind it. I just yeah, I can't like get that into would it. Probably be mine actually. That's not like um what was the other one I mentioned? That one. If it got harder, it'd be really good. Mm. But it's just the same thing all the way through. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the next one. Yes, rain. Let's see. What do you think of Rain? Let's see. Yeah, you got to refresh your memory. Oh, wait. He's got such a beautiful voice. Yeah, just skip through a little bit. This is one of those. Yeah. This one's a good one. Yeah, that one's a good one. Um, What do you got for Rain? Probably nine out of ten. Nine. All right. All right. Probably nine out of ten. So, this one I battle with ascensionism as my favorite on the album. Really? Um, <laughs> Rain's a ten out of ten for me. Also, there's an, a, a third song that I battle with. There, okay. I have three songs that are constantly taking the top <laughs> spot over each other. Um, and I had a conversation with Andrew over this about because we were saying ascensionism is best in the album. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, I think well, rain might yeah. be the best. <laughs> and I don't know. There's just something so special about this song. The sequencing of this song is so incredible. <clears throat> it hits fair. all of the right notes and nerves at the perfect time. Like I said, Vessel had to have taken music right. theory or it has some insane superhuman knowledge of music that some people don't understand because this song is a perfect right. example of just pure perfection in a track. Like yeah. if you're a metal fan at any like or just a hard rock fan at all, this song is going to speak to you in a level that is <laughs> higher than just a regular pop fan because it's it starts off and it already grabs your attention because he's got this very commanding voice. And then that beat slowly but steadily gets 
more commanding that's until true. it just drops at that's the bottom. That's very true. And he he says there's a part in the song where he goes that he says that rain down on me, and then immediately yes. the whole song it, it feels like it just falls mm-hmm. and just oh man, it just slams down. That's a very good point. So when you put it that way, would you? Would you say that Ascensionism is the best song on the album and The Rain is the is the best is like the best perfectly made song on the album? No. Kind of no. Because the next song is the one I say that is oh, definitively the really? best song of the album. But um for Rain I did rate it a ten out of ten. I said it's an absolute banger. Incredible songwriting and sequencing all the way throughout. It feels insanely powerful and this is some of Vessel's best vocals yeah. ever. Yeah. <clears throat> it seriously is. His the man's got are... insane talent. Amazing. And that brings us to the title track of Take the album. Take Me Back to Eden. Take Me Back to Eden, yes. This was a really good one. I I remember. Look at how long this song ten is. Ten out of ten. And I bet you didn't realize that the song was eight minutes when you listened to it, Ben. I had no fucking idea. So, this brings me back to my point earlier. They make uh, the songs so interesting and so alive that you don't realize how long the songs are. This is an eight-minute track. Yeah. What did you rate it? What did you think? Ten, what are your thoughts? Man, I love this song. This that. When you put it that way, um, that it battles ascensionism, I didn't think, I didn't really think of it. I was like, no, ascensionism all the way. But this one, it really does give it a run for its money. It's fucking, ah, uh, the song is really, it's, it's just beautiful. It is. It, it's, it's like three songs yeah. in one too. It's just beautiful, man. It's just, ah. Uh. So I rated "Take Me Back to Eden" a ten out of ten. I said, yeah, this is the best song in the album. This might not be my favorite song in the album. That goes right. to Rain. But this is the definitive best song in the entire album. This is a masterpiece. I said, it's basically three songs in one. Yeah. And there are so many references to other Sleep Token songs. When you catch them, it is awesome. Oh, <clears throat> you know what? I caught you one, look but I didn't see the others. So, oh. yeah, in the middle of the song, he says, it was no accident, which is a reference to Chokehold. Okay. And then also, he's singing something, and in the background, you hear... Um, we're like branches in a flood, which yeah, is yeah. from Chokehold. Um, and he references things from his old band, which I'm not going to say because... Um, oh, really? I'm not going to say because obviously the guy does not want to be known. No, right, right. If you do know... Um, he, he mentions stuff from his old band. He though? references the name of his old band in oh, certain parts cool. and like other things about. Oh, I'll have to keep He kind of knows. He knows that people know who he was. Right. So like he's just like he's like throwing hints out there. It's really cool. I just obviously I wouldn't have caught that myself personally. Right. Um, but I looked it up, or I looked up uh, like a video. Or I didn't look up. I just watched a video and that came up on my YouTube oh, last yeah, night. That was like, like for you. it was um, all references and taking me back to Eden, and it was really cool. Um, Damn, there's a bunch of cool stuff. There's, awesome. um, I think in this song there is a reference to one of their early early songs when the bow breaks. He's he references uh, like when the bow is broken and stuff like that. Really, and it's all it all ties in. It Crap. like this album ties into a lot of things, and I'm gonna um, so go into cool. that a little bit later. <clears throat> um, 
I said, I feel like floating when this song is on. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it all starts all euphoric and just heavenly, and then it ends and he's screaming and he's... It's it's yeah. so good, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's, yeah, really well done. Just a beautiful song. And then we come to Euclid, the conclusion. Euclid. The outro to the album. Honestly... This is my lowest one, 7 out of 10. It was just, for me, very weird ending. Well, maybe I can change your mind. Okay. Maybe you can change my mind. But I just, I just again, it was good, but I... The reason, I, I know for a fact that you didn't catch this because you rated it the lowest. And you okay. said it's a weird ending. When I tell you why it ends like this... You're gonna make it's gonna make a lot more sense. Okay. okay. So Euclid, I put as a nine point seven for me. <clears throat> oh wow. Okay. Um, I said I love this song. It's very emotional, very powerful. It's a very good outro. It references a few tracks as well from other albums. Um, oh. And the biggest thing here is their three albums here are a trilogy. He has said it's a trilogy. Um. Hmm. This song really feels like it closed out that trilogy the right way. And I said, fun fact. It all starts with The Night Does Not Belong to God from the first album, Sundowning. And ends with this song where he says, in the song, The Night Belongs to You. And and the melody from multiple tracks shows up in this track. Specifically, the melody from The Night Does Not Belong to God is in Euclid. So it starts with that song on the first album of the trilogy and ends with this song where he references that first song. Oh, It's huge. It's huge. It's a massive... It's it's just a huge... He closes it all out, which I love. Okay, you swayed me there. That's. I think you just. What you should you should listen Holy to the night does crap. not belong to God, and then go back and listen to Euclid. Yeah, and you'll catch it. And you'll like like him right after. Fuck. Yeah. Man, I caught it when I was listening to it. Like the first time I heard, it, I was like, "That sounds a lot like That's that song." And then he crazy. said, "The night belongs to you," and I was like, "Oh, okay." So he just straight <laughs> up, he's like, "Yeah, this is it." Um, wow! Holy, cr- that's cool. I okay. I did not realize that. It's really cool because he puts all this stuff together and ties it in, and it shows he really cares about his craft. Yeah, an album isn't just one and done. It was this big project for him, which is really cool, and for him and the rest of the band too. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I know that he's the front man, but I don't know how much the rest of them all have <clears throat> in you know how much they do with like uh, lyrics and stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... So, all in all, then, what would you give it? Um, I want to give it a 10, because even though there are flaws, it's it's a, a very incredible album. But mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stick with, like, a 9.5 right now. Gotcha. Because I don't want to be so quick to say everything's perfect. I don't, right. I don't... You know, there's a bunch of these people on TikTok and stuff 
and you know have you seen how people do those and it's like the album and then they have different colors for the songs yes. and it's like perfect perfect it. perfect and it's like okay well you gotta be it. you gotta be a little critical yeah you gotta be critical yeah and that's what i like about you is every song isn't just like me it's clearly all oh, this is an eight this is yeah. you know you're like you're over here yeah well this one's more of a 7.3. You know, like you're actually breaking down the songs. So that's why I appreciate um, – that's why I go to you for everything music and I appreciate <laughs> your music tastes. You know? I, I don't know. I was waiting for this album since the day I heard the summoning and it was oh, just like – God, I know. It really paid off. I was, a, I was kind of hoping that – the fact that they released six singles or – yeah, six singles mm-hmm. scared me. It really scared me. Um, but – after hearing the album, I'm not worried at all about them and their future. And I, you know, this album really did pay off. Right. So I'm giving it a 9 5 final answer. Nice. Just certain songs. Oh, yeah. They were good, but they, you know, things, been things are flawed. Things yeah. have flaws. <laughs> I saw a TikTok today that every single song was perfect except for Do You Wish That You Love Me, which was amazing. And I was like, my Come God. on. And, and then everyone comes are like, why does everybody hate Do You Wish That You Love Me? It's like, this dude literally rated it. He just fucking did the the weakest review ever. <laughs> yeah, people on TikTok, some, some of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so, music recommendation. If you can get past the slight heaviness of certain songs, yes, this album, when you go deeper into Please. it, is... It, an absolute musical marvel like it is yeah absolutely check it out please it you know, it's it's worth it's worth a listen brilliant. you know if you can handle you know rolling stones going a little hard sometimes i think you can <laughs> handle this so exactly exactly and, and i'm still calling it alternative alternative, know, alternative something yeah. alternative, alternative metal something. um a youtuber i watch nick nocturnal he covers all things metal and stuff and uh, he's mm-hmm. actually really good so if you or ever looking for new stuff, check him out. Um, but he he's dubbing this new era of like metalcore ish stuff, modern metal, modern where it's metal. it's instead of being metalcore, they throw in heavier stuff or pop stuff, and he's just saying it's all modern metal. Yeah, he's like it's it's gen- no, it's uh, genre blending. Yeah, that's a good phrase for it. It's yeah, it's modern day stuff that you would yeah that makes sense. Uh, but on the exact opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> yeah um we totally forgot to review the playlist that you gave me yeah and i got bullied so Tyler now got a little bullied. andrew <laughs> bullied me so now we have to cover this playlist actually no i'm actually super curious to see what you think yes, about my yes. playlist here um so the playlist you gave me the house cat inside a play on the other yes, playlist the play name. On the other playlist. I want to give you another one. I'll probably make one in the middle of the week and then okay. uh, send it over to you. Gotcha. That works for me. Uh, so it starts with "Leave Me Like This." I got to refresh my memory a little bit. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so I said, "Give me dance music," and you said, "Okay." Ben wants to shake his ass. I thought that was a good intro. That's the intro. <laughs> I'll let him shake his ass. That's the intro to the um, the Skrillex album that it's on, and I thought it really fit as a good intro. Oh, is it really? Overall, yeah. So I thought it, felt, it fit as a really good <laughs> intro overall. 
place. Ah, uh, because it you know it starts out with that that vocal sample that's just solo by yes. itself, and I think that's a really good way to just say like, oh, here you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love that song. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll pull mine up too, so I can gotcha. go along the tracks with you. Yeah, uh, taped apart featuring uh, Clara May. Let's see. Oh, I love this song, dude. This I... one's pretty good. Yeah. Yes, I remember this one specifically. The VIP, right? The VIP. Yeah, this song is very I'm good. I love shaking it. my fucking I... ass out here. <laughs> yeah, and see, it was. <laughs> there were so many times at work. I'm like. <clears throat> I, I'm having too much fun right now. I need to stop. I need to stop. Uh, you asked, I delivered. <laughs> you did, you did. Lose Our Minds by Kirby and Jess Ball. I do remember this. This one's a good one, too. I love all these songs. were just so great. You really... Like I said, I, I said I really wanted like a house dance music and you well you're like i have a song and i want i was like i want stuff that sounds like that and i was like okay and you didn't give me the song so i was (laughs) like i never gave you i was like fuck it i was like i just give you everything i know yeah uh i I, it was a challenge because i haven't been listening to this so i don't really have a bunch of new stuff so i was just trying to give you a bunch of stuff that i knew you haven't heard yet so i think i did okay yeah (laughs) i you did great you actually did great Hot in it by uh, how do you say Tiesto? Tiesto? Okay, Tiesto and Charlie XCX. I loved it. (laughs) This was so fucking great. Classic. It's Tiesto's hotter mix, by the way. Hotter mix. Sorry, makes you feel like a bad bitch. Hotter (laughs) mix. Did you feel like a bad bitch? I didn't feel like a bad bitch. Now that you mentioned the OG is good, but this one's good too. Um, probably my favorite of. All of the hype songs, Superpowers by really? Kirby and Helen. I love I, this track. It was just so much fun. I loved this song. I, I, lo- I, I really love that song. It, it was just, yeah, I love that song so much. It was just, I, you could tell how much I love it because I don't have to play it. <laughs> you know, I, I just fucking love that song. It was so good. Uh, there for you, Gorgon City and MK. I remember this one. Oh yes, I did. That one's so, good too. I like that one. This was perfect for right after Superpower. I almost thought it was the same song. Really? I was like, what? But um, yeah, I I love that song too. That one's a really fun one. Uh, let me go. This one was. I liked this one a lot too because that beat was very. It was very calm, but it was still very dancey and everything. I yeah, love that. This song, even though like it has nothing to do with IO, like just it, it didn't come out after he after he passed or anything, but that song right. makes me like so emotional because I know it's from IO. Oh and, yeah. Um the, the girl Daisy Gutridge or whatever, like her voice is so smooth it on is. that, it like makes me sad because she's such a good singer. Like <laughs> That's a very it's good, a good point. It's, it's such very a good song. Smooth. Yeah, mm-hmm. very well. I don't listen to that one a lot, but when I do hear it, I'm like, okay, this is such a good song. Yeah, so I remembered good. to put it in there for you. <laughs> yeah, I do like that one a lot. Um, Imagination by Gorgon City and Katie Mendita. Let's see. Ah, whoops. I don't know if I remember. 
Yes. I do remember this. I love this one, too. I love this. Dude, you, there were so many times. Yeah, you had me. I'm up on a scissor lift, like, seven stories up, and I want to start shaking my ass on the lift. Dude. That's so a good track. Of these. It's, yeah, Imagination is a very good one. I love that one. Uh, hear me say uh, the Cream remix with Jonas Bloom. I think Leon. this song is literally one of the greatest dance songs I've ever heard in my yeah, entire life. This one's a good one. I, I heard this one, and for some reason, not because of like the music tracks or anything in it. It just made me think of Midnight Club and like racing games and shit like. I that. don't know why. I don't know why? But like. Obviously, I'm obsessed with Cream. They just came out with a new yes. song, too, which is awesome. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But that song, like, their remixes are on another level, and that song is so incredible. It's really good. I love this song. It's, it's oh, man. really good. Uh, what do we have next? Swing by Sophie Tucker. Oh, yeah. This was... <laughs> This was so strange, but I was like, this fucking slaps. Dude. I've heard this one a while ago, and then when I started, when I like finally became conscious of who Sophie Tucker was right. and like, or who they were, and then, uh, you know, started delving in, I was like, no way this song. I was like, I knew this song. I was like, no right, right. way that they made this song. So then I kind of rediscovered it and finally figured out oh, who made it, and okay. now I'm like obsessed with it. And also, I think it's Russian. Or Ukrainian. It's one of those. And oh, I'm obsessed okay. with those languages. I think yeah. they sound so good when they're, like, <laughs> saying it. it right. It's just a weird thing that I have. It's, like, one of those, like, weird things I'm, like, I, I really like. It's, no, yeah, like the sound of their voice. Yeah, like uh, the band right Ginger. Sometimes she'll sing in Ukrainian, mm. and it's oh, it's great. Like, right. it just sounds good. And I'm, like, I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but it sounds awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's saying, but it's good. Uh, Where Are You by John Summit and Haley. I, oh, I'm sorry. I said where. Where you are. It doesn't matter. I am dyslexic, man. Yeah, a little bit. One letter. Uh, (laughs) Not even one letter. Uh, Where You Are. Yes. I I like this one a lot. Um, Um, Yeah. out of all the other ones, it wasn't higher on my list, but this one's uh, what, dude? I just, when that came out, my entire fun. life changed. When that song came out, my whole life changed. It's still a super fun song because Halo was on the first uh, KX5 single that they released, and then I was really getting into John oh. Summit. So then John Summit worked with her and okay. made one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> And the the build up to the second drop is ascension material. Like, oh, <laughs> I feel like an angel. But yeah, good song. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> it is a good song. I, I like literally all of these songs. I'm obsessed all with every single great. one of these. All of them are great. Uh, Call on me by Cream. Oh. Uh, Cream and Ray. I should say oh. it's the Cream remix. Another Cream remix. I wonder if it's good. <laughs> So much. <laughs> you fucking know, dude. It's just they're all so fucking good. It's just all just fucking. Cream dancing. can't make a bad remix. They can't. They really can't. I haven't heard one bad remix so far. Uh, Lies, the VIP mix 
um, by Steve Aoki. Hand cream. Hand cream, hand cream. So much fun. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. And uh, like you said, I hadn't heard um, from Steve Aoki in a while either. So yeah, I was, I was really surprised that him and Cream had a song together, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing!" I was like, "You could you could not fucking sit there and tell me that Steve yeah, Aoki." Oh also, God. that's a VIP mix. I don't know what the OG sounds like, so oh, fair enough. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> if it's Cream and VIP, I'm going to the VIP. Like, yeah, that's fair. That's their OGs are good, but the VIP is straight. It's it's VIP is more like. Almost like a more raw version of the song. Like if you listen to like a dubstep VIP, the OG is hard. The VIP okay. is like melt your face hard. So okay. like for house, it's like the song could be like almost radio ish, but then the VIP uh, yeah, is yeah. more like dedicated house ish. So okay. it's like it's it's just a more true to form version of the the genre, I guess. That's fair. Okay, VIP yeah. is a EDM term. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay. you're not going to hear, like, a sleep token VIP. I mean, you could, <laughs> but... Right, yeah, but... Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, if you see a VIP nine times out of ten, the VIP is better than the original. Okay. It's like cool. they take the song and then make it how they want to make it. It's Okay. That makes more sense. How they how they pictured it mm-hmm. from the start. That makes sense. Uh, we could have it all by punctual... This is one that I thought you would have known before, and I was kind of hoping, because like with Swing... um, I don't think I had heard this before. Like with Swing, I had that kind of like nostalgic like rediscovery moment, and I had that with this song too, and I was like, I've definitely heard this somewhere somewhere before, so I put this on the playlist to see if maybe you've heard it too. Yeah, I I don't don't think I've heard this. Yeah, so I don't know where the fuck I heard it before, but (laughs) I know it now, so... Yeah, it's a really good song, though. I, all of these are just so great. And it's weird because it progressively, it's still all dancey, but it progressively starts getting, like, slow and slow. And it's, it's so much, I just love it. Everything about this was great. Uh, Sun Came Up by Sophie Tucker and John Summit. Yeah, banger, man. That's a banger. Sophie Tucker kills it. John mm-hmm. Summit is literally the goat of house music right now. It was, oh, really? Yeah. Damn. And now, that's the end of like your house. Now you're getting a do. Yeah. This is what this they. Is more... These songs, except for the very last one, are what you call melodic techno. Okay. That's the official name okay. of the genre. So Not starting true. with Anima. Yeah. So Anima, uh, explore your future. Which is very, it was, I love the beginning of this. I don't know why. It's very just. Like that drop? Yeah. Where she's like, she says something about like how man is created or whatever. And then she goes, and I'm like, ah, this is amazing. Um, But that one sticks with me more because when I was really into anime and I was watching like all his like live videos and stuff. Um, I don't know if I ever showed you the videos, but there's one where he has like the super 3D, like almost realistic animations on the oh, giant screens. Cool. That's him. For this song, he has this guy that's like charging up like a Dragon Ball Z key blast. 
and then when it drops, he like shoots it up, and a beam, like a little like beam of light comes out. Oh, like, yo, that's sick. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. So the, I like this song specifically for that drop because I visualize that every time. Right. That is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. and he, and he must fire as fuck. <laughs> He's good. Uh, then we have Luna by Miss Monique. Yeah, this one's a good one, too. She's fire, too. I'm yeah. surprised she's not bigger than she is right now. This one is another one that kind of, it's like a racing song. She's a very like niche. It's I don't like I don't want to say that cuz it sounds weird, but like she is a very <laughs> niche like techno artist almost. Mm. And it's like I think she could be much bigger than she is right now. Like she is big, but she's yeah, so true. talented. And if mm. you ever like if you ever just get in the mood for shit like that, listen to one of her mixes, I swear she has like a thousand of them, so you okay. will not listen to the same mix twice. They're all so good. Like, awesome. Weird. And like the way she mixes things live is just oh, incredible. Like she's very talented. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check out more of her then because I did enjoy that song. It really it reminded me of like a racing song, kind of. Um, Eternity by Anima uh, and Chris. And Vrntgarde. Avantgarde. Avantgarde. Of eternity. A bond. Forever. So good, dude. Just so good. So good, dude. Uh, this one, actually, this song, I felt like I was back at Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, Electric by Miss Monique, Asher Swizza, and Sandhu- Sandhouse. Sandhouse. Sandhouse, yeah, that's go. right. I love this, this one. Song. Was great. I love this song. So I remember much. this one too. Yeah, this one's a great one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's a specific thing with melodic techno, and you just heard it. Okay, I don't know what it is with making like the buildups sound like you're on an, a like a cargo ship yeah. that's creaking in the sea, <laughs> but that is such a specific sound, and I love it. I could hear a hundred songs in a row that sound exactly like that, and I would be content. Oh my – I <laughs> love cool. it, dude. It, it literally is, sounds like a cargo ship that is creaking and rocking in the middle of the sea. <laughs> like it's that. so good, dude. I don't know who came up with that and who was it's like, great. let's take this noise and put it in a song. But whoever did <laughs> is a fucking genius. And like a lot of the melodic techno songs I listen to – sound like that so it's like fair enough um it's just one of those things like you remember when me and tristan were like getting into this stuff and we were talking about the noise where it's like every song had that weird like (laughs) it's like that like i'm just chasing the noise (laughs) of of a creaking ship in in the sea like that's (laughs) it's so good though It's, it's your white whale (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's so normal. It's it's like so, not not normal. It's so unnatural, but it's like awesome, right? It, it's it things is that that really like, cool. super specific that I just like. I'm obsessed with. I'm like, constantly chasing the specific part of a thing. <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. Um, and then the last one we have "Sacrifice" by Cascade, Dead Mouse, Sophie Tucker, and KX. The ST mix. This is the Sophie Tucker mix. That's the what Sophie ST Tucker for. mix. Uh, the OG is very hype. I don't know if you've heard the OG version of it. I if, if you did listen to the KX5 album, it's on there. 
But I thought this was a perfect way to to end the playlist. Yeah, it's a very chill song. All of these are just, they're so much fun. Yeah, I was dancing the whole time up on the lift. And um, yeah, it really is. Everything was so, compared to how the last one was, it, everything was just so, it was different in such a good way. It was almost exactly the same, but completely different. Same, music. same, but different. <laughs> but I you mean the last place I, I gave you was all metal. No, I I meant um oh. from the last um like electrical. Yeah, th- sounding is what I meant. I have this playlist that Spotify made. It's called Tunnel Vision, and it's all Ooh. melodic techno. Oh, so. really? Six hours of melodic techno. Not every song is God. great. Not every song is great. I skipped through a lot of them, but you find specific ones that are like, whoa. Holy shit. But yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that was the playlist. Yeah. Those are the playlists and everything, yeah. I might make you another one. It'd probably be a mix of a bunch of shit, honestly. Gotcha. I'm still listening to metal like full time. Um, but there's been a lot of good songs recently that come out. Actually, I want to review, review just a couple of them. Um, oh, okay. Ones that I might be giving you. Ooh. I'm trying to get uh, some fucking... Oh, there's a new Rez song with Grabbits. Um, they had that Ooh. other They had that other song. Um, eh, fucking let me go to it. They had that other song that was really, really good, too. Um, someone else, you might know it. Oh, I, that, um, but I they think just, they do. They just released another absolute banger, and that one's really good. Uh, oh. Rez is currently saying she's making a EP called It's Not a Phase, and it's going to be all like emo-ish songs, which like it is, but it's also very Rez-sounding. But Rez and Grabbits cannot make a bad song, and I will say That's that funny. for the rest of my life. They're so good together so that one's really good perfect duo question yes 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 um you already heard sunshine by bear tooth lost so bring me the horizon released a new song called lost i don't know if you heard it oh no um you know what you told me about it i didn't (laughs) listen yeah i didn't get the chance to check that out it's really good but it's really weird it grows on you though you start it and you're like what the fuck is this yeah. Okay. Um, so it's it's good. It's very good, but it's like hyper pop metalcore, like weirdness. It yeah. makes no sense. But um, they have like a hyper pop announced breakdown at the end of the song, and it's so good. And I don't know why, but it's something I never knew I needed, and <laughs> I got it, and I love and it. Now you have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, make them suffer. Um, Ooh. that's the band that had the song Doom Switch in. Oh, that's the band that, uh, their female singer sexually assaulted a guy and then they kicked her out of the band. So then they got a new female singer oh. from that band I was showing you, oh. Drown This City. Yes, I remember now. They released a new song called Ghost of Me. Ooh, so good. Awesome. I, this is another one of those albums that, like, I've been waiting for forever and i cannot wait until it comes out awesome and awesome. it might be heavy but i'm still giving it to you regardless because it, i 
Is that coming out soon? I really fucking hope so, but they're still <laughs> working on it. Nice. Um, let's see what else we got. I don't even know because I'm I'm going through like my mix of stuff, and not all <laughs> the new stuff is out right now. Well, while we're on the music topic, um, you did tell me you had some exciting news for me about a favorite artist of yours. Oh, so Travis Scott has officially started the Utopia rollout. Well, not officially, but it's unofficially officially. So, like, it's started, but this is, like, the pre-rollout. Oh, Um, yeah. But Utopia is coming. It's coming. And probably in a month. So we're probably getting it in about a month's time. Um, Most people seem to be pointing towards June 23rd. That seems to be the date. No, we haven't heard any songs that are going to be off of this, right? No, he hasn't dropped a single. He might in the next, in the few coming weeks, or he might just do no single at all because he doesn't need one. We've been waiting five years for this album. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you've seen anything on Twitter about this. No. I, you've nothing. been completely oblivious. Yes. So um, Utopia's finished. Oh, it is. Um, Mike Dean right now is mixing and mastering the album. So he's putting it all together. Okay. It's rumored to be 24 songs long, which is a long album. Wow. But I think Travis can handle something like that. I think he can too. Yeah. Um, he has had two different bodyguards out in public with him who have the utopia like master in a briefcase handcuffed to their hand oh no way so shit. they've been seen with that um the official logo for utopia has dropped and i'm gonna show you it because it's yeah, super please. fucking cool it's um an ambigram or ambigram i, I don't i don't know exactly ambigram? how to say it but it's 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 the same thing. It's, so it's it reads the same upside down. Uh, so anagram, you, yeah. I think you can you it. can flip it upside down. Yeah. Anagram is backwards. It's, it's oh, something like that. But oh, something like that. um. So here is the logo for Utopia, and if you flip it upside down, Utopia. Holy it's the exact shit, same that's thing. Cool. That's really cool. Um. So there's that. It's clever, yeah. I, I will say I like it, but I kind of I don't know. After seeing Astro Worlds, I kind of wanted a little more. No, I, well, Utopia is more. It's it's supposed to be the destination after Astro World. It's supposed to be you know, right, right. Like yeah. the Astro World was like a place for like the the kids and like you know mm-hmm. bringing bringing it back for the the kids of Houston and stuff and for the city. And this is more like. Travis is it's it's almost like his own like it's his personal utopia that's yes, what it is. That's own. that's his vision yeah. for the album. So it's okay. it's more it's definitely gonna be more spacey and stuff. Which I really like. Are there any features you're expecting to hear or any features you want to hear? There's features like I that? know I'm gonna hear. Oh uh okay. West Side Gun, James Blake, Roddy Rich. There's a lot of Ugh. people. So I don't yeah. I know. Well, he might be booted, but you know, yeah. you, you don't know. Um <laughs> But I don't know if you, uh, but I, you know, a while ago, um, people were taking pictures of themselves and posting them on the, like, celebrities, and oh, they would have yeah. the Utopia chain 
And if they had a Utopia chain, they were on the album. That's basically how you knew oh, what the features or that they were who, yeah. they were working with him. Okay. So if they got a Murakami chain, which That's is that's you know, cool. So if they were seen with one, they would be on it because Travis would send them to him. That's a cool little way to yeah. That's it a cool, cool way to it do that. Cool. That's very cool. So, Utopia rollout is not official, but it's a pre-rollout. Pre, yeah, it's like. like we're it's getting a ton of news about it, so it's unofficially like, official. It's coming, um, and <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind, like <laughs> silently. But yeah, I can't I'm wait. I'm excited, and I really I'm hope excited. it lives up. Um, yeah, I'm. That's one of the biggest things. Is I'm nervous this album won't be good, but I'm nervous more than anything for you because <laughs> I know you'll be. Livid if it's bad. I don't think it's gonna be I, bad. I don't think it'll be bad. It's but just... there's some things that I listen to, like um, franchise. Yeah, I can I can say that was a bad song. Like really? franchise was not a good song, and I don't want franchise Travis on that. And it wasn't even Travis that made that song bad. It was just everything. It was. <laughs> It was MIA. She was a very cool feature, but she was not good. And Thug was was really cool. Yeah, that's fair. It's just a few things. It was such a weird rollout. And that song didn't deserve number one, and it got number one, and then immediately lost it like the next day. Yeah, that's fair. It was very odd. Uh, it's still, <laughs> still good. Right, but I'm hoping, as I'm hoping that Dot Wave Radio comes back and he officially announces it, so that's his radio show on Apple Music. Oh, okay. He I see. He, uh, he brought it back when Franchise came out, so he he did an episode and then previewed Franchise and the two songs with uh, Big Sean, and he previewed Niagara Falls, which was ended up being on the mm. Metro Boomin album. Oh, cool! Yeah. So we've got a few few things to look forward to. Yeah, that's exciting. Um. Bless the Fall, the band Bless the Fall. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I don't think so. They supposedly broke up. Um, <gasps> oh, really? But they just announced a new single, so I don't know oh, what the fuck is wow, going on. Wow, yeah. Well, but they've been gone for quite a while, so it's it's a very it's a return of the goaded band. They're mm. they're definitely awesome. Okay. Um, so I see. I'm excited for that. Uh, Asking Alexandria released a new song called Dark Void. Um, really? They posted it on TikTok before it came out, and it sh- it it showed like the one long scream in the beginning, and all the comments were only scream on the album. This is like they're gonna rope us in with this heaviness, and then <laughs> drop another rock album. And the, it, the album didn't come out, but that's what they did with the track. The track has one long scream in the beginning, and then it's a rock song, and then, and the then there's like a scream the at the way. end, and then it's like okay, damn, um, kind of cop out, yeah, yeah. It's sad because like. Asking Alexandria used to be my favorite band. I used to think they were like the best. And that's then true, yeah. I still really like them and I will support them, but I Yeah. I don't think that they're the best anymore and it's kind of sad. Yeah, that's fair. Um What else we got? Oh, I didn't cover the Vale of My album. So I really like the Vale of My album. Not for oh. you. It's it's <laughs> very heavy. Um Okay, gotcha. But I love it. I love that band. And um, I know Andrew said he liked it too. So okay. they put out a really cool album. It's, it's very like 
Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. It was it was like EDM inspired. It was an EDM inspired Gent album, which is fucking really? sick. And yeah, so it was really cool. There's a lot of weird things. It's called Mother. Mother. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool. I love that band, so I'll always check them out. And I, I was waiting for that album for a while, but it didn't disappoint. Gotcha. Gotcha. You were waiting for a lot of albums. Holy crap! There's a lot of things. Coming out right now. Yeah. Um, like you said, this is literally the best year for everything else other than rap. I mean, maybe until maybe, Travis Scott drops. Maybe, yes. Uh, maybe. But it's funny because all these bands that I was listening to when I started listening to metal are now, like, coming back. Like, uh, <laughs> Crown the Empire dropped. Um, oh, Asking yeah. Alexandria's dropping. Um, who else? There's a bunch of other ones that are dropping too it's just all these random bands uh we came as romans oh wow just all yeah, these I bands that i've been that. listening to in the beginning that i don't listen to now are now like right. hey we're back and i'm like everybody's having a return like everybody's coming back <laughs> um, it's a big old reunion you think they're gonna get together and make a new punk goes pop album <laughs> yeah let's hope so <laughs> let's hope so <laughs> let's see what else we got I think that might be it. Oh, there's an Avenged Sevenfold song, and I don't like that band, but it sucked <laughs> anyway, so I don't really care. I haven't listened to Avenged Sevenfold in a long time. The Amity Affliction album came out, Not Without My Ghosts. Oh, yeah? That was really good. Um, Andrew said he didn't like it Aww. as much as he thought he was going to, which oh, is okay. okay. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's fine. They definitely experimented a little bit, but I mean, if you've listened to them, you kind of know what to expect, but it was different. It was different than every other album because what they usually do, and it's very funny, they like to talk about water a lot, and um, (laughs) in a lot of their songs, they announce the title of the song as soon as it starts, (laughs) and they only did that like twice in this album, which was like a really big step up for them. (laughs) No, but their their unclean vocalist was testing out a lot of new stuff, and I really liked it. So oh, I see. Cool. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we got to try some stuff out, see if it works. Yeah. What else we got? Oh, we, you know, there's oh, there's a band called Cattle Decapitation. I think you'll like that one. <laughs> I'll definitely check it. Um, out. Currents Cattle Decapitation. Currents new album, The Death We Seek, is kick ass. It's really? fucking badass. Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay. And I wanted to say that was Metacore album of the year, but I feel like there's going to be other ones. Oh, okay. But that one, that one shreds. That it's one's kind of really like a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Poppy released an album. What? She's badass. She's a fucking. She's <laughs> she's sick. I think that's that. That's it for uh, that for that music for the music. What came out for of? Dance Electronic? What's new releases in Dance Electronic? Huh? Dance Electronic. Katramine, which is Katranata and Emine. Ooh. Don't don't really care. Daft Punk released the 10th anniversary of Random Access. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Is that new songs? I don't think so. I think there's just demo versions of songs. Yeah. Uh, Nothing really came out, honestly. Yeah. Let's think. Jason Derulo is on the Dance Electronic releases, so he's making the same stuff he was making back in 2015. Good to know. Not listening. One of my favorite things with Jason Derulo, though, is when he fell down the stairs at the Grammys. (laughs) Is it that? Other than that? Other than that. 
Um, it's uh, <clears throat> it's when they were still doing ads for the interview when that movie was still coming out. Uh, you remember they did those celebrity ads? Yeah. They had like Nicki Minaj, Iggy Azalea. And Eminem. Yeah, and Jason Derulo was one of them. <laughs> so they had Jason Derulo on. But all they wanted him to do was say Jason Derulo. <laughs> so they keep getting him to be like, they're like, well, uh, and you are, he's like, hey, I'm Jason Derulo. And they're like, well, yeah, but you, you, why don't you, you know, and he's like, well, I'm not really trying to do that anymore. And they're like, God damn it. So they keep trying to. Still there. They keep egging him on. More and more, they keep bothering him. And at one point, he just goes, Listen, guys, I'm not going to do Jason Derulo anymore. Okay, I'm done. And then, and then they go, Do you get that? We're good? Okay, okay we're good. And then they all just start leaving. That's hilarious. Uh, I love yeah, that. That, that's my favorite Jason Derulo thing. He, he literally, does he make. Obviously, he does, but I was going to ask, does he even make songs anymore? I think all he does is just make food on TikTok. That's all I see him do. He had his time. He had his time. He had his time indeed. Ben, did you happen to hear the Lil Durk and J. Cole song that dropped? No, I don't think Dude, I did. Dude, it's so good. It's like single of the year for me right now. Really? It's so good, yeah. Man, another J. Cole song already single of the year. Lil huh? Durk. Lil Durk. Featuring well, it, the featuring yeah, but Jay Cole's on it, right? But yeah, dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's a song. It's number. But Jay it's Cole's num- on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song, but Jay Cole's on. What is it then? Uh, it's already number one on the board. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> uh, all my life. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. It's already number one. Yeah, check it out, dude. It's so good. The video is really good too. Word. I don't listen to Little Dirk a lot. Oh my god! I, my coworker, my coworker has like a little speaker he uses, and I heard Broadway Girls come on. I entered Tyler bar. just when, yeah, putting her number in my I phone. I started singing the intro. I was like, "Two bullets." I know these words. She's saying things she don't mean anymore. I met her down there. <laughs> Saw you walking in about a mile away. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that oh, song. Oh, that song is so good. That was song of the year so in whatever good. year it came out. It really was. Dude, that was the best song. I'm pretty sure it was the same year like Franchise came out. Still better. <laughs> That's amazing. Who knew that Morgan Wallen could say the N-word <laughs> and, and then redeem himself by doing a song with Lil Durk? And becoming invited to every cookout ever, dude. Oh, my God. You know about that, right? Hey, you right? can say it now, man. It's all good. You know about that, right? I did not know. He got, like, quote-unquote canceled because he said the N-word or something like that. <coughs> and then he's like, you know what will fix this? <laughs> Broadway girl. And it did. <laughs> the Band-Aid that healed the world, dude. <laughs> We completely forgive you, man. <laughs> Tyler. You can get Dirk out of a country song. You're a goat. I'm just saying. I think we have 
new superhero <laughs> to add to the Boston League. What is it, just Morgan Wallen? Yeah, but this, but his whole thing is he provided Broadway girls to the world, so he's just considered a superhero. It's Morgan Wallen post N word drama. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> We don't have pre. Yeah, we don't. Pre- yeah, fuck pre N word Morgan Wallen. We like post N word. <laughs> that's his villain arc. That's his whole arc. It's an anime arc. <laughs> he had a huge character development after saying the N word. Morgan Wallen was just some country white guy. Until he said the N-word. <laughs> Until he said the N-word. Then, be, then he became a hated country white guy. Made Broadway girls, and now he's and he valid. the most loved country white guy. Oh, man. Uh, all right, well, I have news. I have a lot of it, too. Well, I got Tears of the Kingdom a little bit. Oh. I am playing through Tears of the Kingdom. Well, I know the last time... You guys were like, did you? The, you I still yeah, love the Dan part. Dan wasn't sure. I still love the part in the podcast where you guys are talking about it and you're like, does he have it? And you're, and you're like, I don't know. He's like, yeah. I don't think so. He was talking so much shit about it. And meanwhile, yeah, I'm like, exactly. yes. Yeah. I'm like, obviously, I have it. That's right. Because the first thing you didn't say how great Tears of the Kingdom is or anything, you immediately go, the Switch is horrible. It runs the, – Tears of the Kingdom runs horrible on the Switch. It's so bad. Like, that's the first thing you started off with. I still so say I that. So I immediately was thinking, like, oh, no way. Yeah, and you still say it. So I was like, there's no way he got the game in the state that it's in. And then, yeah, in the pocket. Oh, no, I have it. <laughs> I was just – Like, okay, if there's one thing about me, Ben, that you have to know is that when I – a huge release like that comes out, <laughs> you know I'm going to have it within That's a, good a week. Point. Like, yeah, within a week at least. With like, if I see people having fun, I, I'm just I'm the Squidward meme when he's looking out the window and Patrick. Yeah, is, yeah they're running. Around. That's me. So I'm like, I gotta be a part of that. <laughs> FOMO, dude. That's what I got. Oh, but man. yeah, I've been playing the shit out of it. I'm oh, almost yeah. done with it. I got all the memories. I got the Master Sword. Did you get all the Koroks? No, fuck no. There's probably <laughs> like 3,000 Apparently, So apparently there's like double in the last game. There was like 900. 6 to 900. There was 900 so yeah, there's plus. like 1,800 uh, in this game. Yeah, fuck that. I've gotten <laughs> five. Well, all I was asking was did you torture all 1,800? Every time I find one with a backpack that needs me to launch them somewhere, I just ignore them. And then I have a really hard time finding the ones that pop up. Which I should be delivering the backpack ones because they give you two Korok seeds. Oh, really? But yeah, and I'm I'm like I'm struggling for weapon space. Actually, no, I just did a glitch, so now I only need one weapon for the rest of my life. But um, yeah, I'm struggling for weapon space. I got it, and I, I gotta refuse. get that before they fix that patch, <laughs> dude. It'll be patched next bad. thing. Because I really it, hope not. Hold on. Let me go through the steps with you of this fucking glitch. So I did a glitch, okay? It is yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, okay, so you start the game. You're in, like, the, you know, you're in the start of the game. You're right. with Zelda exploring a cave. You have the Master Sword. 
Oh, yes. So you start the game like that. Yes. So basically what I can do is I can play that section of the game and I can take – let me okay. – you're not going to okay. understand how insane this is. Just break it down real simple. I take a weapon from one save file and put it into another save file. How is that possible? You can't do that. How is that you possible? You can totally fucking what? do that. So basically I take the master sword from the beginning of the game. Yeah. And I put it into my current game. I already have the regular master sword, but the regular master sword loses energy. So it's kind of pointless. Oh. It's just cool to wear in your back, yeah. realistically. Um, but I have a version that's 30 attack, and I can drop it and whatever. But, you know, it doesn't matter. So and you could just – so can you just bring that back over to the <laughs> to the other game, the new game that you make? Can you just bring that right back over? The only reason you start the new game yeah, after already having an established game is to take the Master Sword from the opening sequence – that's the only reason uh, because that master sword is um, unbreakable, so it doesn't break at all. So, like I said, I need one weapon for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, so I have an unbreakable master sword, and also the master sword in the game is called Message Not Found because it's just an error. It's not supposed to be anywhere but the beginning of the game. <laughs> it's just called so. Basically, damn. What so, I do, the steps. So wait, of you're this... telling me you go through the whole game without the master sword? What do you mean? No, you lose it in the beginning. Okay, because it breaks. Right, which is not a spoiler because that's in one of the, the cinematics. Trailer, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So it breaks, and then you do all the memories, and at the end of the memories, you get the master sword. Yeah. So you have okay. to do all the memories. Okay. They're dragon tears. So when it when it breaks, um, that's when the, like the whatever it is, the darkness goes on the sword and Link's arm, right? Yeah. Did you catch that reference? No. What reference? That <clears throat> is a reference to Princess Mononoke. Oh, I didn't finish that movie. It's the very beginning oh, yeah, sequence. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, the very the... beginning sequence when oh, yeah, yeah, when the right. thing grabs onto him and it yeah. Um you... Casey showed me that. I was like, that's awesome. And that's apparently cool. there's a lot of little like studio ghibli stuff like that hidden in the game. I was oh. like, Oh, very cool. That's cool. But anyway. yeah, that's yeah, I figured uh you would like that. Okay, so steps of this glitch. <laughs> Here we go. So you go to the Inisa Shrine, which is a shrine on the very first, the Great Sky Island. Okay. So you go to that shrine. Okay. Because for some reason, a, a spot in that shrine where you drop your items mm -hmm. ties in directly with a certain spot in the opening sequence. It's like in the same spot. Oh. So if you drop a weapon in the spot there, it'll show up like in the... Opening sequence. Oh no way! <clears throat> so you go there. You you hard save the game. Okay. You save the game. Makes sense. Okay. So then you go back to the title screen and okay. you start a new game. Okay. Gotcha. You 
you go down to the point. There's a point where you fight some keys, and then okay. you, you finish a cutscene, and then you have to make sure you have an autosave that has rocks in the left hand corner of of the auto screen picture. You have to make sure that those rocks are there. Ben, this is the most unhinged glitch, and it worked because I did it. <laughs> it gets worse, dude. These rocks have to be right. There. So then you load your manual save after you have that auto save from the from the new game. You load your manual save from the shrine. You break some rocks, okay, in this shrine, and then you grab a boulder. You bring the boulder over to this little water. You <laughs> wait, wait. I swear to God, I'll even send you the video. You then take a little rock and you... <laughs> Let me finish. You take a little rock and you fuse it to big rock. Okay. Then you take the rocks, push them up against a wall. <laughs> they have to line up perfectly with a line in the wall. So then what you do... Is you climb on top of the rocks, you jump up against the wall. Midair, pause the game. You drop your weapon, you equip a new weapon, you hit plus plus super fast, and then you drop that weapon you equipped. That's a simple dupe glitch. It's a duplication glitch. Okay. After you do that, <clears throat> you then load into the new game. You go into the new game, you go down some steps. In a certain spot, you will find the weapon that you dropped... <laughs> Oh, oh my god. In a certain location. Okay. So you find a weapon that you dropped in a certain location. You pick it up and then you do the duplication glitch to then drop the master sword in the same location. So then you go back into the new game and you basically swapped weapons. So you put one of your shit old weapons into the new I game see, and you yeah. brought the busted ass master sword that can't break. Into right, your into current the, game. That's cool. So then you grab that, <clears throat> and then there you go. You have a, th- a 30 damage thing. That's pretty cool. That's pretty then, cool. So, <laughs> no way! So then you can't fuse items to the weapon. So like in the new game, you can fuse stuff yeah, to Yeah, you weapons can't fuse anything to, make to the Master Sword. So you can't, but there's a way that you can Oh my god. What did you fuse to it? Just uh, I just fused something simple because I'm not that far. I don't have anything oh, okay. great. I just fused something that adds, I don't know. I think my thing is 55 power. Oh, wow. Okay. You can get it to 204. Holy shit. If you're that insane. Um, <laughs> Holy okay, shit. Okay, so, oh, wait, wait, hold on. So, going back. So, when you drop the Master Sword. You have to go and turn from where you found the weapon. It's on the ground. That's that's the message. Right? Right. From where you found your weapon, look up the stairs. There's a slightly taller step. You, <laughs> you stand on the bottom of the slightly taller step and drop the weapon. If you don't drop it in that location, it won't show up. It's a slightly small. It's a slightly taller step. Dude, everybody in the comments is like, how the fuck did you guys find this? That is exactly <clears throat> what I'm thinking. How did... That's okay, so, so you, insane. You pick up the sword. It's in the water. There it is. Boom. You got the sword. Sick. So now if you want to dupe it, you <laughs> save. So then you're going to... You can't fuse anything to it right now. Right. <clears throat> right. Okay. 
So what you do is you go, you go stand up against a wall and then walk just far enough away. <laughs> you have to walk like three feet away from the wall and have your back facing the wall. So then what oh, you do is, my God, you drop six weapons. <laughs> You drop six weapons or shields, doesn't matter. You then drop the master sword, and then you pick up the master sword and drop another weapon. So then your weapon is fused with the master sword. Like you're holding, like say if you're holding a giant claymore, you're holding that, but it's also like transparent so you can see the master sword in it as well. So then <clears throat> you can fuse whatever you want to oh that, and then you drop that weapon, and then both the original <laughs> weapon and the Master Sword drop, and you grab just the Master Sword, and it'll have whatever you fuse to it. So if you fuse something big to oh, it... Oh, cool. So now I have an unbreakable Master Sword with 55 damage that I can Damn, use for the rest of the cool. game. that's cool. That's really cool. <clears throat> if you really and, wanted to, yeah, you could do 204. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, and if I get better items, I can just mm. do the glitch again. That's fucking crazy. So now I have, I have three Master Swords in my inventory. <laughs> because sometimes you're doing the glitch, you'll accidentally dupli- duplicate it. <laughs> Dude, there's there's glitches on glitches oh, in this game. Holy shit, there's that's duplication awesome. glitches. I've been duplicating. <clears throat> diamonds. That's what I've been. Yeah, I have to get in the game before that's gone. I've been duplicating diamonds. To. Like, I don't have a lot of rupees just because I don't feel like sitting there and doing it forever. So I have no, twelve thousand. Yeah. But <clears throat> that's fair. <clears throat> but yeah, the game's I a lot of fun. Too. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the news though, because yeah. I know there's some breath of or uh, Jesus, not breath. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom news in here that yeah. you're gonna find fun. Real quick, it is the greatest game I think I've ever played. Damn, really? The greatest? I believe so. Damn. Just, just like super quick. Right, right, the right. Things that Nintendo has managed to put in this game, all on a 17 gigabyte download and on the Switch, <laughs> is truly a miracle. Like it doesn't make sense. They have, <clears throat> they have systems where you can literally build complex structures along with the depths, the Hyrule, and the sky. That's true. And all these different things happening all at once. And it's just absolutely incredible. They have an entire physics engine in this game. Like, the physics are so good. That's true. Yeah. It's... This game is gonna... It's gonna make all other games after this be like, well, if Tears of the Kingdom could do it and Nintendo could do it on a shit-ass console, then why can't you do it on a PS5? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Like, how is Redfall going to get released? And then this gets yeah. released right after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the Switch, it gets released. And then, yeah. How do you look at Redfall and just be like, oh, it's okay, guys? No. They fucked up. I like how this episode is just me completely unhinged about a thousand different <laughs> things that I'm obsessed with. <clears throat> I love it, though. I love it. I think it's, yeah, I think it's great. I'm going home and playing Tears now. <laughs> After the news. Uh, so, first thing we have is the game, Humanity. Did you hear of that? I saw it on the store. I, I saw it on a, t- a TikTok live. I was like, what is this game? <laughs> uh, humanity is a beautiful modern reimagining of lemmings that feels as historic and artsy as enhances previous game. 
while ambitiously stepping onto new terrain for the action puzzle genre of the pitter-patter of countless little feet, it somehow manages to intermingle platforming, action, and real-time strategy elements with mind-bending finesse. Sounds cool. It sounds like a fun game. So I guess it's a bunch of different... It's a puzzle game, but you use a ton of people, yeah, it looks like. Yeah, tiny little people. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure how that works, but... Um, a very sad, very um, sad news here. Um, Brendan O'Brien has sadly passed away. That is the original voice actor for Crash Bandicoot and um, Dr. Neo Cortex. Oh, damn. Yeah, <clears throat> so rest in peace to him. There's another sad death. I don't know if you noticed. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think it's going to be on here. But... Um, the original Punisher, or one of the one of the actors for Punisher died, yes. too. Yes, yeah, He's I very did young. hear that. I don't sad. think it's on here, now that you mentioned it. <clears throat> I forgot, I don't know his name off the top of my head, so mm. sorry about that. But... No, yeah. Uh... Did you know that you could use the Koroks to fight enemies? No. <laughs> you just take the ones with backpacks, you lift them up and drop them on your enemy. <laughs> oh, it makes sense. <clears throat> yep. Um, so, as we all heard, we have known this was coming for a long time. And now, with the movie coming around the corner... It makes more sense why they decided to wait, but Fortnite officially announced that Miles is coming. I told you. Yes. He is going to be coming. There's a new clip from the movie. I don't know if you saw it. IGN just posted it. Oh. Very good. It's only like a minute. You could probably look it up on YouTube or something, but it's- I don't think I have seen it. It's pretty cool, and the movie's going to be awesome if the whole movie's like that. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the movie. I really am. Uh, All right, here we go. Tears of the Kingdom community has made the game Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, you can put a (laughs) minecart on your shield. I've done it. So that let you fuse almost anything to shoot to your shield, including minecarts, bombs, and other items that turn Link into high rules Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. I have five Hylian shields, so I just... I duplicated them, yeah. Sick. Yeah, nobody can stop me. Um, the next Hellboy movie has officially wrapped filming. Is it with um the guy who just last played it? Uh, I'm not sure. What the fuck's his name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. I don't know. I dude, I saw that movie and I know nothing about it. I've completely <laughs> forgot the entire movie. Yeah, but the <laughs> other ones, like the old ones, like the trilogy before that, or was it Hellboy 1 and 2 or something like uh, yeah, that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I remember the entire movie out of those. Those really? are so good. But like the new one, I saw it, and the only thing I remember is that Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue was in the very final scene. <clears throat> <laughs> That's all you remember. Dude, I, I don't. Like the movie was good. It just, right. I don't remember it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, they officially wrapped filming. Um, a reboot series has finished principal photography. Creator Mike Min, yeah, Mignola, Mignola 
said, if fans have been waiting for a Hellboy film that is actually an adaptation of one of my favorite stories, I think they're finally going to get one. <clears throat> Sweet. So that's exciting for Hellboy fans. Uh, Crunchyroll and Duolingo have partnered up to teach you Japanese. Honestly, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, it's for Duolingo's er, 6th anniversary. Sorry, 6th anniversary. Um, both premium and free Crunchyroll users will receive a free trial or ad-free Super Dilingo. So yeah, if you want to learn Japanese so you don't have to bother reading <clears throat> subtitles, then quick go news learn Japanese. from yeah. me. Travis Scott has reportedly played Utopia for LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Tom Brady. What? What? Why would he play it for them? Why doesn't he drive out to (laughs) Buffalo, New York, come to North Tonawanda, knock on Tyler Brown's door, which the address in no, I wouldn't do that to you. Nice. But why doesn't he go to your house and be like, hey, Tyler, here's Utopia just for you. And just give you a a copy of Utopia. That would be cool. That would be very cool. That would be great. But that is cool news. I'm excited. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger says, Terminator series is not done. Yes, it is. Please let it be done. I I don't need any more Terminator movies. Um, Jay Bevo's Lost Dragon Ball Z episode has finally been found. I guess there's a Lost Dragon Ball... Uh, Thanks to Internet Archivist, the last episode of JBVO featuring a sped-up episode of Dragon Ball Z that sees Goku killing Frieza has been discovered has been uncovered yeah, after 23 years. I saw that. It's Johnny Bravo talking about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh! I was wondering what the hell JBVO. Did you see that? I did see it, yeah. 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 Where yeah, it's uh he gets that phone call and the girl's like, Hey, can you play Dragon Ball Z? And he's like, Oh well, here's the thing, honey, uh we're on the same time. And yeah, so he's <laughs> like, I'll just uh get you up to speed. Yeah, so then he speeds through the episode. Um this I'm excited for and I think um I'm going to go get it. Massive 3,981-piece Lego Batcave announced. I think I might get that. I might, too. (laughs) Celebrating the the release of The Flash, Michael Keaton's Batcave from Batman Returns Eh. has been (laughs) recreated in the form of Lego Shadow Box. Yeah, now reading that. It might be cool. It'd be cool. It would be cool. I want, dude, I want the high-tech fucking... Christian Bale one is a Lego Same. Thing. Dude. That'd be sick. Uh, actually, I don't know, because I, I like the high-tech one that he has, but I also like the cave. The cave is super dope That um in that one. Well, I'm talking about really the first right. one. <clears throat> not the one from... Um, oh, not from not Dark the, Knight. Not the big light room. Okay. The, okay. the first yeah, one. Yeah, the very first... Okay. I see what you mean. I, li- um, I do like the big light room, but the, the big light room is cool. But it's it's not the cave, you yeah. know. It's the cave just has that. It's just a hallway. The exactly. Hallway. It was a, it was a bright hallway they were in. 
Uh, Tears of the Kingdom carries on a Breath of the Wild tribute to late Nintendo president. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Satoru Iwata. Yeah, you did pretty well on that one. Thank you. Uh, They have uh, expended upon the tribute... Uh, and one of the game's most mythical hidden encounters. I believe a dragon? it's... <laughs> it looks like some sort of ghostly steed. Let me see it. It's very tiny. Oh, that's uh, that's the King of the Mountain. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I'm pretty sure it's King of the Mountain. I, can't, I couldn't see the picture perfectly, but... Yeah, it's like a it's like a horse with two antlers. It looks like. Yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it's the king of the mountain. I see. Okay, you can ride him. He's really fucking fast, but you can't register him, which is sad. Damn. So, in Tears of the Kingdom, you could go as high as three thousand three hundred feet in the air, or however you measure that. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's three thousand three hundred feet in the air, though. Yeah, you can put rockets on your shields and just boost up. <laughs> Since Revali's Gale is not in the fucking game anymore. That's fucking crazy. Oh, here is the Spider-Verse thing you were telling me about. Oh, I the, the clip? I, yeah, I will have to check that out afterwards. Very good, very good. Um, Ubisoft looks into Assassin's Creed for future salvation amid challenging year. Dude, Ubisoft is focusing on the Holy Assassin's Creed fuck. franchise to secure its future after a challenging year of losses and few releases. Are you serious, Ubisoft? Give it <laughs> up. Well, remember, they are doing the one uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which brings it back to the classic. File for bankruptcy at this point, <laughs> dude. Shut it down. <laughs> Nobody wants a new division. Shut game. it all down. No, dude, nobody wants the division, whatever the fuck it's called. The division one was cool, but it had a short life. The division two was really cool, but it, it had failed. a short life. Nobody, I dude, nobody has asked. Give us the division, but not. Because it's not the Division Three. They knew if they called it the Division yeah, Three, division it would three. fucking fail. <laughs> yeah. so they called it the Division, some stupid subtitle. Uh, Assassin's Creed hasn't been good for years, and I don't mean like you know the two past two releases. No, years. I know, like I know. years, man. Yeah, really. Valhalla hasn't. was all right. It wasn't Assassin's Creed though. I would call Valhalla closer to God of War than I would call it yeah. closer to Assassin's it was Creed. Much closer. Yeah, the assassins were in it. Yeah, you got a hidden blade. That's about as much as you got from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and you didn't even wear it right. No, <laughs> he goes. You're supposed to wear it under your rest. But I like it this way. Okay. <laughs> that, that was it. I was like, all right. That's how you break your fucking wrist, dude. <laughs> Nobody said Avor was the smartest. I don't know, man. Uh, I just think Ubisoft... Like, okay, listen. When you play a Ubisoft game, you don't even have to know... You don't even have to see like the developer credits in the beginning of the game to know it's Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. It's there's just certain things that is so cheap about it. <clears throat> That's fair. You remember, you remember Uplay, which was like Ubisoft mobile games, and they like 
acted like they were really big yeah. and fleshed out, but they were actually garbage. <laughs> I don't know. I was I played um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint for a little bit, which is good. I feel like if they made one more, it would be really good. I don't know. But that Ubisoft game, is that just... game looked interesting, but again, just when it came out, they're so just... fun. Really? Yeah, they're so fun. Mm. If you can find it on sale, I would totally pick it up because okay. they're so fun. I'll give it a shot. Like, yeah, I mean, Breakpoint, Wildlands is good. Breakpoint improves things, but also doesn't at the same mm. time. Okay. So it's like it's definitely an improvement over Wildlands, but okay. they both each have their strengths and weaknesses. Maybe I'll check and John Bernthal is the main bad guy in that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Speaking of, me idea. and Carrie finished Daredevil. Oh yeah, well, yeah. the first season at what least. What did she think? Um, awesome. Obviously, <laughs> the suit reveal. I was like losing my mind, and so she had no great. reaction at all. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, dude. Thanks, I like I like Thanks. sat up when he was like standing on the truck and everything. I like sat up and I was yeah. like, I was like all fucking hype, and she's just like sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I was like, go fuck yourself. I was like, he's been sitting here with a black mask all show. And you watch him go yeah. and get the suit and everything. And he and shows nothing. up. Nothing. And just, oh. I mean, she did think it was cool. No, no, you yeah. Know, but like, but no reaction. I wasn't, whatsoever. you know, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show, though. Very good show. It, like, it is. It's super good. I'm just getting ready for Reborn uh, Again, which mm-hmm. is fucking halted. <laughs> We're not getting back on that. <laughs> Everything I want. Uh. Loki season two premieres on oh. October sixth. <laughs> Who wants that? Well, we haven't even checked it out. All right, you can't. You Apparently, can't Loki season on one is very really important. good. So, <laughs> it's, oh, very! Uh, it's very important. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, <laughs> in the next movie, we make this entire show completely irrelevant to the plot. There's a cool uh, tribute to Thor in Loki that I saw. I'm pretty sure it's in Loki. Um, where he's at a party and he's drinking. And at one point he downs his drink and he goes, Excellent! Another! And slams the glass like uh, Thor did with the coffee cup. I just thought that was uh, like a cool little callback. Yeah, Loki sets up the multiverse and it shows why it exists. Okay, so... Guys, bear with me on this. And sir, if I butcher your name, I'm very, very sorry. Do you want me to sorry. just fucking read it? <laughs> uh, you can try. What uh, is it? Chi Weddle. What? E- E4. Let me show them. E- o- e- E04. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that name. I was like, ugh. The guy who played Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange <laughs> joins Venom 3. Is he playing Baron go. Mordo in Venom 3? <laughs> Opposite Tom Hardy. <clears throat> Hold on, comments. That's got to be a Carnage character. <clears throat> like when Mordo employed Carnage and Venom in the 90s cartoons, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> are they allowed? Are they... Are they allowed? I don't know. I mean, they brought Tom Hardy into the last one. No, they didn't. They just hired him 
for <laughs> 10 seconds of screen time so that they could bring the symbiote into Marvel. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Sony needs to buy Venom. Please, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Or no, uh, uh, Marvel needs to buy Venom. By, by, yeah, please. They, do. they really do. Oh, my God. You already have, like, <coughs> such. Tom Hardy's such a good Venom. I don't know. He's really good. I do like him. Um, Speaking of, read Lethal Protector <coughs> 1 and 2, asshole. <laughs> I will read that. I'm getting I comics this weekend. I'm getting what yeah. else I need to. Uh, that's the only reason we're not talking about comics. I did not get the chance to read any. I will that's be fine. reading them all. Yeah, we'll I will talk about be. it next time. Um, Stray could be coming to Xbox following ESRB rating. I played it for 15 minutes and then stopped <laughs> forever. I've heard it's a fun game. It's fun. But, it's just um, apparently there's uh, it's going to be coming to Xbox consoles, suggesting that Cat Adventure Games Time as an X as a PlayStation console exclusive could be coming to an end. For what? Uh, <clears throat> at Cat exclusive games oh, like okay. Cat, yeah, um, at Cat Adventure Games. Have you seen the trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's? The teaser yeah, they made. I don't care. Doesn't look horrible. I wasn't a Five Nights at Freddy's nerd. Anyway. They got PETA. Yeah, I for saw it, that. Which is honestly the perfect cast because you awesome. want someone. You want someone that's like, like believable for that role. And when I, I saw like him, him, I was like, yeah. I believe that actually. Like, I feel like eventually I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, just to see. It has some big actors in it. It has him. It has Matthew Lillard in it. Um, uh, there's someone else in it I knew, but I can't remember their name. Oh, sound like I wasn't a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, and I find the fandom no. really, really yeah. weird sometimes. Yeah, so they I are don't. weird. Yeah, I you know I was into it when the first game came out, but I didn't I didn't keep up with it after that. Um, Overwatch 2's long-awaited PVE mode has been scrapped. Yeah, I saw that. So Overwatch <laughs> 2 literally just killed their game. Yeah, they just killed their game. They really uh, like it. that was the only reason people were sticking around for it. <laughs> That's actually insane. People were like, oh, yeah, Overwatch 2 is literally just Overwatch mm-hmm. with a 2 in front of it. But, you know, we're holding out for PvE to see, like, if it adds anything to the game. Guess what, nerd? We scrapped yep, it. It's gone. You literally just bought the same game. <laughs> I mean, you, you didn't. It's, it's literally free to the play. same game. Well, no, yeah, true, true. But now I'm officially done with Overwatch. Yeah. Like, I come back every now and then, but now I'm like, nah, fuck yeah. it. I don't care. Because now they're going to increase the prices even more. To say, well, it's a live service game. We got to make money. Yep. Yep. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, dude. Blizzard's not really doing great. They're not doing good. They're not doing good things in general. They're just. Uh... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom's auto build feature is easy to miss. Um, Tears yep, of the Kingdom's. I it. Nice. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom's best quality of life feature. Sits somewhere in between main story and secret and is possible to miss entirely. It's in the depths. 
Oh. That's why. If and you want I'm to... terrified of the depths. <laughs> Fair enough. That's why it could be easily missed then. Um, if you want to unlock the auto build... Po- oh, check out the guy. What? What? What's up? <gasps> ben. What? Throwing it back to Morgan Wallen real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> new news 10 minutes ago. Lil oh. Durk's new album, Almost Healed, is 21 tracks and features Future, J. Cole, 21 Savage, Juice World, Morgan Wallen, oh! and more. Let's go! It's not Broadway Girls, too. No! So it's, no, that's good. It's another song. It's another Morgan Wallen and Lil Durk <laughs> song. The world is saved. Morgan Wallen descending from the heavens (laughs) with the N-word pass. He's he's the busted lead secret weapon. (laughs) And he's saying, I'm here. Honestly, that's insane that they're having another track. That is, that's pretty insane. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> have you seen the new trailer for no. Mission Impossible? Nope. No. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Apparently, this has the most... Uh, um, what do you call it? Um... <laughs> the- Holy shit. The most dangerous stunts that Tom Cruise has ever done so far. So, And by seeing one of the scenes, I was like, holy fuck. Was it the dirt bike? Off the- yes, the dirt bike. And he's just flying off. I was like, holy shit. I watched a YouTube video and he did that. Like, yep, yeah. Ten times. That is- ten times? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He did it once and then said, all right, I'm going to do it 10 more times. Uh, No, but so I was never really into the Mission Impossible movies, but I have insane respect for Tom Cruise. Me too. He does all of his own stunts. He, I, yeah. And he doesn't like, he doesn't uh, green screen them. He doesn't CGI them. Mm -hmm. They are literally, it's legitimately him him, driving off a ramp. With a dirt bike and then parachuting off of the dirt bike. Fucking crazy. It's literally that. Fucking crazy, dude. That is insane. And he is, what, he's like 60 or something. Yeah, like he's that. he's getting up there. Here, let me see how old he is. Because, yeah, he's getting up he's there. He's a badass. Age. I don't give a fuck if he's a Scientologist. <laughs> uh, yeah, 60 years old. Fucking crazy. Um... Sony announces PlayStation Showcase for May 24th. Focusing on games coming up on the PS5 and the PSVR 2. I know they're showing off Hades 2, and that's what I'm excited about. (laughs) I really like that game. I don't know what they'll be showing off. I'm excited. Well, maybe they'll show off some Spider-Man or something like that, because that's going to be coming up. So that'll be good advertisement for I really hope they do, like, a City of Symbiotes thing for (sighs) Spider-Man. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Uh, Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight. Uh, Um, What? Nicolas Cage will soon appear in the game Dead by Daylight. Details are currently sparse, 
uh, with more to be revealed July 5th. It's him as Superman. <laughs> please, please let it be him as Superman. That'd be amazing. Uh, I'm literally looking up his horror roles to see if he was like a horror. So I'm going to read a review. I want you to see if you can guess what it is from the first line. What? There's not enough barbecue at the table to go around this ever-growing family. (laughs) Tom Toretto's ever-growing family. And director Louis uh, Leterrier isn't able to walk the tightrope between excess and self-awareness that made modern fast films demand. Five. What? Five? They gave it a five. Out of what? Five out of ten, I'm guessing. Okay, whatever. Uh, Fast X is beginning to end. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is the beginning of the end, but the race to the end of that beginning is a bumpy ride. They're not supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to be good anymore. I like these movies because it's like, wow, car do thing. <laughs> car do thing. I like when car do thing. Cargo space. I dude, that's literally you were talking about what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> Probably the car getting launched. No, it was in the podcast. You guys were talking about the movies and um I think Dan was like, Who the fuck is asking for these movies? And you're like, yeah, I, I, I think Tyler, Tyler is yeah. And it's like, Yeah, I am. I mean, personally I have not seen nine. Um but I have to. <laughs> but like, dude, it's literally like I grew up with these movies when I was younger. It was one of my favorite franchises. Oh, yeah. I, there was a new movie every two years, <laughs> which I loved. And it's literally just, what are they going to do next? Right. Like, Too literally. Fast, Too Furious is my favorite of the series. And yeah, that's back when it was like grounded. It's not Tokyo Drift. Why the fuck would it be Tokyo Drift? I thought you really liked that's Tokyo That's like everybody's Drift. least favorite movie. I thought you liked I'm sorry. I thought you really liked I it. Did enjoy, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed Tokyo Drift, but it didn't have Vin Diesel or Paul Walker in it. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. It had Han and yeah, then Country Han. White Guy to replace Paul Walker, <laughs> who, sh- who did not show up. I think he showed up once in six. I think they brought him back for like a small cameo mm, role. Fair enough. It was when I, it was Han went back to Japan. He went back to Tokyo for something and that guy was there. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those movies, dude, they're literally just stupid fun. You know, <laughs> and now it's all just references to the old movies, which everybody loves. That's true. And they got Gal Gadot. Yeah, that's all their series need. <laughs> what else do you need? Dude? What else does their series need? <laughs> they had um, Mia. What the fuck is her name? From Too Fast, Too Furious. What the hell is her name? I don't um, know. She, yeah, I can't. Remember. She was hot too. So. Uh, anyway, uh, Grand Theft Auto Six might be coming out as soon as next year. Publisher Take-Two Interactive may have just teased the release window of the next entry of the biggest gaming franchise of all time, Grand Theft Auto 6. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Sweet. Jedi Survivor became April's best-selling game in only two days. It, yeah, and guess what? 
it's gonna get beat out by fucking two. It, it's it's April's. It's oh, April's okay. best right, game. Right. April's well, it's not gonna game. be the year's best game. No, it definitely. Tears is. of the Kingdom is the game of the decade. Um, Tears of the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom masters the balance between story, spectacle, and gameplay in its memorable intro before letting players discover the vast and imaginative world. The opening scene I've heard is just incredible. I can't wait to see it. I really, I'm excited to see that. Uh, I have to get this game. Yeah, you do. I don't know why you're waiting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm waiting. Bro, my friend tried saying that the OLED Switch is next gen. No, it's not. It's the same console. The only thing is di- that's different is the screen for handheld mode. Fair enough. <clears throat> uh, Tears of the Kingdom is the fastest selling Zelda game ever, with 10 million sold in the first three days. There's a lot of people who are playing this now that are new to Zelda. Yeah, that have never played Zelda. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. I do. Th- I think that's great too. It's literally having the Elden Ring effect, where people who have never played Elden Ring are finally playing a, a Souls game in general. You know, are finally playing one. I don't. I don't. I don't. Do I count? No, because I played Sekiro, so that doesn't. That's a Souls game. Yeah, it's a Souls game. Yeah, but I. It is. I'm saying like a lot of. Oh, for just, me, yeah. for instance. I've never played a Souls game, so to prepare for that, I played Demon Souls, but that was to prepare for Elden Ring. You played you know? Sekiro a little bit. Yeah, and I played Sekiro a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I beat the first boss, and then I pretty much gave up. Sekiro, I got to the final boss and then quit. Because <laughs> John said he was going to... Yeah, he would be... He would, he would help me out with it, and then he couldn't beat it, and then he went home and beat it. Beat it, yeah. Fuck you, John. Oh, man. Uh, Squid Game reality show will appear in November. Netflix revealed that the reality TV competition based on Squid Game will premiere in November, where 456 players will compete to win $4.56 million. Nobody wants this. No one wants it. Squid Please Game don't is stop. not as popular as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Currently, when it dropped, it was huge. Squid Game Two might change things, but nobody wants this. Mr. Beast did it, and then you realize we can make money off this. Oh, cool! Uh, <laughs> nobody wants yeah, it. Mr. Beast. <laughs> Honestly, the Mr. Beast one was fucking awesome. Mm, I don't know if you saw awesome. it. Did you see it? I did see that. So one. it was cool. Um, a Creed three anime will air after screening in Japan. Okay, so I totally forgot. I totally forgot that Creed was the fighting movie. <laughs> so when you said Creed three, I thought you meant like the band, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, first off, when did Creed two come out? And. Well, who in the world asked for With Arms Wide Open 3? With Arms Wide Open. Oh, my Under God. the Sunlight or Moonlight? I don't know. 
Song sucks either way. Band sucks. Song sucks. <laughs> Creed three is like a oh, horror film. Man. <laughs> it's like horror. It's just a live performance. Yeah, Creed 3 getting its own live screening. That's cool. Uh, We have a official new Mortal Kombat reboot coming out. Mortal Kombat 1. 1. How do you feel? I'm not as big as a Mortal Kombat fan as I should be because I grew up around all these games. But actually, Ron texted me. He sent me the trailer for it. And he was no like, way. yeah, he was like, guess I got to get a PS5 now. <laughs> and I was like, welcome to next gen nerd. <laughs> Every now and then Ronald texts me. That's I love cool. Him. Man, that's awesome. He'll Does just, he still work at the Fishboy? Yeah. Nice. He'll send me songs and stuff. Or he'll send me like a picture of like a song on his radio. And he's like, who the fuck is this rapper? And I have to give him, <laughs> I have to give him the lore behind like Lil Eminem or something like that. That's like Lil funny. Skittle. Yeah, a little skin. He's like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, well, that's not a real person. But I'm like, oh, this person's this guy's friend. Right. I haven't stopped in to see him in a while. I probably should. Yeah, I should stop. Sometimes I do that. I haven't stopped there in a long time. Um, Stephen King has seen The Flash. He calls it. it, right? Heartfelt, funny, and eye-popping. And not only did he say that, he called The Flash special, and he said, loved it. Yeah, because he had said, I saw this on Twitter, he said he usually doesn't um, look too much into hero films like that. Oh, okay. And so like him saying that was kind of like a, not a big deal, That's but cool. it was special from him because he, he actually enjoyed it. Mm. He doesn't tend to like uh, stuff like that, he tweeted. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, like I really that. want to see The Flash. I, I'm, I'm excited. I really hate The Flash, but I really want to see it. <laughs> I don't I'm mean the character. I mean no, the actor. Yeah, the actor, yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And you heard my uh, voice memo yesterday oh, yeah. talking about <laughs> Michael Keaton's Batman. You want to yeah, get nuts? It's, it's kind of nuts. old and washed up. You want to get nuts? Oh, that's good nuts. Yeah. Well, it's just every fucking role I've seen him in, he's just an unhinged old dude. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like back then he was a good Batman. I don't know how he'd be now. He just reminds me of unhinged old guy. That's so funny. In, in Spider-Man, he plays Vulture, who's just an unhinged old guy. <laughs> and then in the other guys... He plays the chief, and he keeps dropping scrub. Yeah. He keeps dropping uh, TLC references yes. the whole movie. He's awesome. I love Michael oh, Keaton. He's great, but I, <laughs> I, it's. I think it's just gonna throw me off the whole movie because I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's fair. Fucking thinking of his other roles, Beetlejuice. Yeah, true. he's coming we back as Beetlejuice, know. which honestly, I might. I've been thinking about this. I might actually love the Beetlejuice sequel. Because really, I think Michael Keaton's only gotten more unhinged as he's gotten older. So him as Beetlejuice <laughs> might like Beetlejuice two might be it might like, be completely off the rails, it, dude. It might be insane. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's funny because he is coming back, which is yeah, awesome. he is coming back for it. That that would be funny. Uh, Ho- Hogwarts Legacy almost had a morality system. With costs for bad behavior, 
So meeting murder and using other unforgivable curses would have repercussions. I would have been down for that. I'm fine with that. Um, DC Comics is bringing back the swimsuit special. For what? <laughs> DC Comics is bringing back the swimsuit special. You have piqued my interest, Ben. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen when you D- said those words in that order? <laughs> DC Comics is a brand new swimsuit special planned for the summer, and it's hosted by arguably... The most bizarre, obscure Green Lantern of them all. Is it the planet? Nort, the Animorphic. No, no shot, dude. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> a man in his Nort, bro. <laughs> that is a deep seated reference only me and you understand right now. <laughs> Go back and listen to a man and go his back nort. and listen to it. A man in his nort. <laughs> you fucking. It's, it's host- hosted by Norts. What? It's being hosted. Dude, I'm so interested, nort. Ben. Oh, man. I thought I was interested <laughs> for a completely different reason. <laughs> but now you're interested. <laughs> nort. North. God damn. Oh, what we really need is a Marvel swimsuit <laughs> edition. I really hope North. There's some baddies, one. dude. I gotta see some Hawkeye in a swimsuit. Uh, Hawkeye in a swimsuit? First of all, that's not even DC anymore. I said oh, Marvel. Four Marvel, four Marvel. My bad, God, my bad. go fuck yourself. <laughs> you have thought that's dyslexia. <laughs> Whatever that is. Is that just, um, is that just autism? <laughs> it could be. No, honestly, you'd be a fucking genius. So. Fair enough if if I had autism. <laughs> um, Jedi Survivor players are recreating iconic lightsabers. That's, of course you would. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Lego 2K Drive got an 8. It's a wild and whimsical all-aged kart racer that buried itself under under my skin like the pointless edge of you like the pointed edge of a rogue plastic brick underfoot in a messy kid's bedroom. Who the fuck is the reviewer I, I writing know. that? I and why are the they fuck? having a mental episode <laughs> during a review of a Lego game? <laughs> Either way, the game does look sick and you can build It does look well. Anything you can build oh, really? the cars. So if you have one of those, you know, the like the the racer, like the the little oh, cars you can buy, yeah, 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 like yeah, a McLaren. Yeah. You can build that in the game. Oh, they have fuck. every piece That's imaginable. Cool. That is so cool. <laughs> so people will just pull up the online instructions for any car. And then just oh, build it in the game. Dope. That's sick. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. That's cool. I'm probably not getting the game, but I did <laughs> see either. somebody. I did see somebody make a McLaren P1 from the instructions that's on the box. Cool. I was like, that is really awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, an Alien vs. Predator anime is supposedly complete, but Disney is not releasing it. That would be really cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, almost. It, it seems really cool too. Um, Apparently, they finished it. It's 10 episodes long. However, the House of Mouse is keeping the series under lock and key. 
Hmm. Um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Yukio will return for Deadpool 3. Nice. nice. Yes. Yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warhead is the worst <laughs> name. Uh, yeah, it's not a great name. <laughs> uh, Starfield feels like Xbox's last chance for redemption. It really feels like the last straw for too long Xbox fans have been asked to wait just a little bit longer for the next amazing AAA game, but enough is enough. Starfield has to be good. I think Starfield's going to be good, but in a weird sense where it's like niche good. It's going to be like... I don't know. Like it's it's Bethesda's space fallout. That's what it is. But oh, I feel yes. like it's going to be good, but not everybody's going to get into it. So it's not going to be uber successful. It'll be you know, a yeah. good selling game, but it won't be anything insane. That's yeah, my prediction. That I think it'll just be like almost like a no man's sky. You know, there's okay. like certain people who enjoy it, but then other people are just like, ah, "I've never played it." That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, again, hints that Link and Zelda are finally in a relationship. After years of speculation, Zelda's voice actor, along with the location, with a key location in Tears of the Kingdom, has hinted that Zelda and Link are in a relationship. Well, Zelda took over Link's house that you buy in Breath of the Wild. Aww, that's cute. So we had to buy a new one. <laughs> so I had to buy a new one. That's literally what it is. <laughs> That's fucked up. Do you remember Terrytown from Breath of the Wild? Yeah, the yeah. town that you build. Mm-hmm. So that's like a fully established town now, and then you can buy a house in Terrytown. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you can build it and stuff. It's really cool. cool. You move yeah. all the pieces around and build it. Everybody's house looks different. Mm. That is cool. Um. Rest in peace, NFL legend and actor Jim Brown, known for his appearance in The Dirty Dozen, Mars Attacks, Small Soldiers, and Any Given Sunday. Legend. Died at 87. Rest in peace. Um, Secret Invasion takes Winter Soldier's thriller style a step further. So Secret Invasion is supposed to be, you know, real thrillery. Which one was Uh, Winter Soldier? Was that the one where... He like where Bucky shows up. <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up for two <laughs> seconds? I get that. All right, but is that the one where yeah he's like evil and shit, and then like yeah, Iron Man's like you yeah. killed my dad. No, 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 not that's that. Civil War. Then, that's right? Civil War. Okay, yes. when he says you killed my dad, that's Civil War. <laughs> that's... You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, prepare to die. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Uh, Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny, got a four out of ten. Wait, what is it? Oh, Dial a four of out of ten? A four out of ten. <laughs> wow. Uh, it fails to recapture Spielberg's magic with uninspired action and conflict themes and character motivations. It's proof that same things should be allowed to end. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true. just... Wait, this is still about Dial of Destiny, right? Yeah, Dial of Destiny. I think, as much as I love Harrison Ford, I think he just needs to kind of chill out. Yeah, I think he should, yeah. Just kind of hang back. What they should have done, and I know people would have been so pissed about this, but they should have just given the 
role to somebody else to show off, you know, some younger stories yeah. of Indiana Jones, you yeah, know, and had him cameo or, you know, mm-hmm. teach somebody else the role. And I know yeah. people would have hated that, and I honestly probably would have hated that if it showed <laughs> up, but it's probably the right move. If you want to keep right Indiana move. Jones going, exactly. maybe you don't have a 95-year-old man exactly. swinging yeah, from vines and stuff. Yes. Like, an, <laughs> I, I don't know how old he is, 80. Yeah. That's rare. Um, yesterday, uh, I think it was... Uh, Yesterday, Return of the Jedi, one of them, was 43 years old. Really? Yeah. Damn, holy shit. I know it was the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi this year. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. My bad. It was one of the other movies. It was 43. Oh, really? Yesterday, yeah. Um, So apparently, CW was producing a live-action Powerpuff Girls show. Oh, okay. So, like, the worst fucking yeah. television company the on worst, planet Earth? Making the worst idea for a show ever. Well, don't worry about it because it's canceled. It's no longer in development. Thank God. That's a really bad idea. I don't know why you would choose to do that. I mean, as long as they're... Oh, never mind. Uh... <laughs> uh, John Wick franchise surpassed $1 billion on global box office. Cool. I heard 4 was good. I just... I've heard four is really good. Um, Bizarro, or I'm sorry, not Bizarro. Uh, Blizzard reveals Diablo for I I saw the D for an O. Yeah, Um, we'll have over fifty individual um, accessibility features. Dude, you don't understand how fucking ready my body is for this game. <laughs> for Diablo 4. <laughs> June 5th, my life ends, Ben. I, oh, dude. Uh, so ready. June's about to be the greatest month of my life. <laughs> Diablo yeah, 4 and Travis Scott. And Travis Scott, true. True. And whatever the fuck else comes out in June. <laughs> um, Alan Wake voice actor for the Alan Wake 2 is he said it's not supposed to come out in not, until October. Cool, never play the game, not planning to. <laughs> Fair I don't enough. Oh man, I don't I've never I have never played them. They, never into never them. Interested never yeah. into them. Mm-hmm. Uh Natalie Portman is open to returning to Star Wars. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, I agree with that. I mean. Um, wait, what is she going to do? She's dead. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Wait a minute. Are they going to bring her back? <laughs> Force bring rise? her back from the dead. Um, They're going to use the the reboot van. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, IGN can't miss movie summary. Oh, no. Don't care. Oh, um, AEW Fight Forever. Launches June 29th. It's an all-elite wrestling game, yeah. and it will be available June 29th. One, that's very cool that AEW is getting their own game. Two, I don't care. <laughs> Nothing will beat. Uh, well, apparently it says it's a throwback to what many view as the golden age of wrestling games. Hopefully it's good. So that might be fun. If yeah. it ends up being good, that might be sick. But, like, the the thing with 
the success of wrestling games is the names of the yeah, like, that's the people true. you have in it. That's Whereas true. AEW, they have certain people that you know, but the rest of them, like those names, have a lot of weight. Yeah. Though, like I'm not right. gonna be you know I'm not gonna be somebody who's familiar with WWE and then go jump into an AEW game and play as like squirrel man like i don't i don't know these wrestlers so i don't care like i don't have as much of a relationship as you know an aew fan would so like personally i don't care but that's fair dan will probably really like that yeah i know dan likes all that stuff so he might be interested in that. yeah he might be but that's all the news i the last thing is um posters have been revealed for um secret invasion marvel's secret invasion did you that's see all- the first official artwork for Attack on Titan, Chapter no. 3, Part 2. Really? Very cool. If you know anything about the ma- the manga or how it ends or stuff, mm-hmm. it's the cabin. The cabin is there. Okay. And there's shadows of two titans fighting. Oh, shit. And it's Armin and Aaron. Cool. So, cool. I'm excited. You know what the cabin is, right? Because I yes, I yes. I I very vaguely know what the cabin is, like yeah, en- enough to yes. know that it's it's gonna fuck some people up. <laughs> uh, probably me, but probably me. October too. <laughs> is October, just about. Oh, man. fall at least fall, which means October. So, yep, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Oh boy. Uh, other than that, that's all I've got. Yeah, I mean. We're at 220. God damn. <laughs> what an episode. Yeah, what an episode. This was the man. nicest episode I think we've ever done. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was um, very nice, if I do say yeah. so. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, everybody, if you're still here, uh, yes, thanks for tuning in. Um, I, I love doing these long ones every once in a while. They're so much fun. Um, yeah. We get a lot of content in, and we just have fun and riff about things, you mm-hmm. know, and I spent probably like 45 minutes on the Sleep Token album, so... <laughs> That's fine that with was, me, man. That's that fine with that me. was a good chunk. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, everybody, thanks for supporting us. Yes, thank um, you very much for listening. Every shout out to Ben for being late today. That was really cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Matt. I don't know if you're going to listen to this, and uh, I'm sorry I didn't come to your party. Yeah, same here, Matt. Yeah, um, I missed out on that one. Happy birthday, and a happy birthday to Casey, whose birthday yes, was happy last birthday, Thursday. Casey. Yeah, yep. so happy birthday, Casey. So a happy birthday is going around. Mm. And, um, yeah, so we will see you guys in the next one. It's yeah. going to be episode 70. We are entering, Woo! well, technically uh, 75 will be entering the last quarter until 100. Right, but, right. But we're getting there. We're it's getting coming very up. close, yeah. So, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we will see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Peace out.